you. We're all locked and loaded now. With the latest news. Stand by for a start. Form analysis and markets. Plus interviews with the key jockeys and trainers on today's Thoroughbred Racing. And the gates are back. Racing HQ. On Sky Sports Radio and Sky Racing. In association with Racing New South Wales. And the Australian Turf Club. This is Racing HQ. Yeah, very good morning, everyone. Great to have your company on Racing HQ. I hope you've had a fantastic week and really looking forward to guiding you through for your Saturday. And what a gala we've got. Uh, Randwick today, the Chipping Norton Stakes meeting featuring the country's best horse, Animo. Really excited to see him back at the track. And we've got In Secret trying to stamp herself as one of the best three-year-olds in Sydney. And in Melbourne, of course, the Blue Diamond Stakes for the two-year-olds. An outstanding lineup in that particular race, as always. I'm Luke Marlow, and before I kick off the show this morning, I'd like to give Richard Haynes a big shout-out. He's done a brilliant job on this program over the past few years, and I'm excited to take the reins, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun along the way, but the main thing we want is plenty of winners. And to help us with that, we'll have Ron Duffersey joining us uh, at around 7 o'clock this morning. We've got a heap of train of interviews for you. Scott Collings will join the program. So too will Richard Litt. I'm sure Richard's been on weather watch with Profondo. Ideally, he'd love it drier the better. Uh, I think it was a, a soft six yesterday afternoon at Randwick, so we'll check in with our track manager, Mike Wood, at some stage this morning and see how that track's going. Tony Gollan's going to be in Sydney with Skirt the Law, the Magic Millions two-year-old winner. Excited to see her come to Sydney for the first time, and she's on a golden slipper path, so Tony will be on the program after 7 o'clock this morning. So too will Nathan Doyle. Well, he's lucky he's not on later when we have behind the gates because Darren Flindell might just turn the screws on Doyle. He's got a, a runner today with Dalalart, and excited to see him back in the midway. David Eustace. Uh, Hugh Bowman we're hoping to chat to. He did have a flight overnight from Hong Kong. Uh, Hugh is not the greatest of, of flyers, he's told us, so um, hopefully he wakes up this morning and we can have a chat to him because he's really been flying the flag brilliantly in Hong Kong for Australia. We know he's a world-class jockey and it's great to have him back in Sydney today. Our track reports around the grounds will kick off with Mike Wood, who's at Randwick for us, and he's there now. Mike, good morning to you. G'day, Luke. How are you? Really good, mate. Uh, thanks for your time yesterday on our Racing HQ Friday program. It was Good to catch up in in person, and you told us about the the ninety millimeters of rain that's fallen at Randwick this week, and you've had a few little top ups in the last forty eight hours. We were a soft six yesterday morning. What's the latest on this Randwick track? Yeah, look, it was good there yesterday afternoon. We saw you know some bright sunshine and a nice breeze come up, so that just saw some continued improvement through the afternoon. We did get a couple of very very light showers that that rolled through uh, last night, but didn't impact the surface at all. So we've got a soft five this morning, a uh, penetrometer of 5.43. So, uh, well, so it's sort of a, a genuine five. You know, we've, we do have a nice day forecast of around 27 degrees. You said yesterday that you, you think you'll probably stay in that five range. Are you thinking that's what, what's going to happen today? Yeah, look, I, I think for the majority of the day, I think if we were to go up to a four at any point, it'd be, it'd be much later. But, you know, 27... Um, and full sunshine, uh, it, it will definitely improve throughout. So um, the damage that sort of the gallop was this morning didn't really in, inflict a great deal, and they just got their toe into the ground nicely. So I just, I think it'll just be a nice sort of soft five track, and um, I can't see too many disadvantaged. Should be perfect, mate. Uh, you pumped up for this autumn carnival? Yeah, you start to get that vibe when you get to these sort of meetings. Um, you know, today's a cracking day. Um, so whenever you see those those fields, you, you start to get excited and. 
you know, we're just sort of leading all of our programs into into championships. Obviously, got Guineas Day next week, but um, I think you know if we can have this good run of weather and it, it can continue, we'll uh, we'll have some some good tracks there for championships. Yeah, it's very exciting, mate, uh, and congratulations to your team and the way you presented the track. Being out there yesterday, gee, it looked in immaculate condition, and that three-metre rail today, that's usually a very fair racing uh, position, so we can look forward to a good day there today at Randwick. Yeah, I think so. As you say, the three-metre does race, well, tend to race quite well. A um, little bit of a nor'easterly breeze, which is a slight headwind, uh, you know, which obviously doesn't it won't, shouldn't have too much effect on the races uh, where, you know, a strong southerly tends to. But, um, yeah, look, I think we're just in for a cracking day. Yeah, we sure are. Yeah, that wind can play a factor there, so it won't be too strong today? No, it's increasing through the afternoon and it's meant to peak sort of after the races. So um, nothing more than sort of 20 k's an hour. So not a great deal of, of sort of headwind, but um, just a slight one throughout the day. Mate, looking forward to chatting right through the carnival. Good luck today there at Randwick, Mike. Thanks, Luke. All the best. There is Mike Wood, the Randwick track manager, does a brilliant job out there. We'll get up to Newcastle in a second, chat to Chris Nation. One of the best provincial tracks in the country, Newcastle. They've got their rail out a long way today, though. It's, uh, I think, in the 10-metre position for a provincial program. And don't forget today, too, punters, Albury will take centre stage with the country championships qualifier. Uh, that's a, a crackerjack meeting, and there's a nice first starter in the first race as well. It's pretty short in the market at $1.55 for Ron Stubbs. So we'll have a look at that market, uh, maybe touch on it through the morning. Chris is there now, is he, Nick? Uh, no, he's not there just yet. So we'll wait for Chris to chime in. But, yeah, on Newcastle, they've got their Newcastle Newmarket coming up. Uh, I think I'll be there. It's uh, next Friday. So that'll be a quality meeting as well up there in Newcastle. Always uh, a decent card. And as I said, Having been going there for many, many years, Newcastle is one of the best uh, provincial tracks on bias, but uh, I think anywhere in the country. So uh, we'll see uh, if we can get Chris at some stage for an update on that track. We'll also ch chat to uh, Steve Hedderton uh, down there at Albury. And he's there. He's there. Steve, uh, good morning to you, mate. Morning, Luke. How's things looking for this big day? This is exciting, isn't it? Uh, country Championships qualifier. You've got great fields right through the day and the, the qualifier is a crackerjack race. Yeah, absolutely. That's um, qualifier, you know, the talk around this area and the SDRA, it's, it's the strongest field assembled since 2015. So looking forward to it and, uh, yeah, looking forward to a great day with a good crowd. What are you rated there? Uh, good fall this morning. So plenty of water on early in the week and lightened off later in the week. Um, so we expect that it will hold a good fall most of the day. Got a very good grass cover at the moment, so maybe late in the day it might get to a three, but uh, 32 degrees, um, not much wind around, uh, but they're very heavy due this morning, so that should help hold that good fall for a while. Yeah, fantastic. And the rail position? Uh, in true and in tyre. Beautiful, mate. Um, expect the track to race well? Yeah, we do. I, uh, we've put the rail back into true after being out six the previous meeting in early Feb. So we think that, that that grass has recovered very well out six there. So they'll still be able to get down the outside. And as everyone knows, we've got a very wide straight and a long straight here of 400 metres at Albury. So expecting that everybody will get their chance. Mate, uh, my partner's riding down there today, Alicia Collett. So you might see her on the outside fence a few times. <laughs> yeah, I think I think she may have just been scratched in the, uh, in the main race, unfortunately. Yeah. But, um, yeah, she's got a good book of rides as well. So looking forward to having Alicia here. It's, I think it's fantastic when we can get the quality of jockeys uh, like Alicia and I think Capio Harder is 
riding here as well. So fantastic for the club and great for country racing. No, it's fantastic, mate. Absolutely love the concept. It's just been a wonderful inception by Racing New South Wales and the country trainers get to shine today and so too does your wonderful track down there at Albury. Good luck, Steve. Yeah, thanks very much, Luke. Yeah, there's uh, Steve Heatherton joining us, having a look at Albury, and that'll be a great meeting there today. Let's get to Chris Nation now to have a look at uh, Newcastle. How are you this morning, Chris? Morning, mate. How are you? Very, very well, mate. You've got that rail out of fair way today? Yeah, we're going from one great man to another too, eh? From Richard Hayes to Lukey Marlowe. You couldn't ask for a better substitute, I reckon. I think hey, I'm, just, uh, I'm just barrier trialling, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, yeah, rail's out in the, in the car park, 11 metres today. Um really good pad and, and the track's actually in really good order all over. We're obviously uh, protecting it for our next two, which is next Friday, the, the new Newcastle Stakes Day, and then the Thursday Arvo, which is our provincial uh, heat day, which so they'll be in the true and three metre position. So I thought I'd just just protect it and uh, put it out there today to, to get around. So hopefully everyone gets around and we do get a few scratchings here later in the day, which are where the bigger fields are. So mm. um, I hope we're alive. The sun's out. We're on a soft five. We've had 80 mils of rain for the week, nothing obviously last 24 hours. So um, the wind's meant to pick up later in the day from the east, um, but won't be till really later in the day. Yeah, I think I said 10 metres uh, this morning, but you're, it is 11 uh, to clarify. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. And, and soft five, I mean, we know your track up there at Newcastle. It's one of the best training tracks anywhere. It's just um, it's an amazing track how it copes with any rain. Yeah, look, it has obviously been pure pure sand, but it makes it hard to maintain, don't, we? don't you? Oh, yeah, you've got to put some water. <laughs> oh, yeah, and fertiliser. It's hungry all the time. So. Now, mate, yeah, look, look hang, hang on. I, I'm on debut. This is my first show. You can't come on here and complain. You've got the sweetest gig ever <laughs> living up there in Newcastle, <laughs> swanning around, and you want to come on here and whinge. You've nah, got to do no, a bit no, of work. Looking, yeah, absolutely. While the sun's out <laughs> and it's been raining, I'm happy. Don't 100%. Worry about that. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a good week for me. Uh, the dam was empty at the start of the week. Now we're three-quarter full. I think life's I'm having a fat time. 100%. Mate, do you think it'll stay a five today? I don't. I think it'll get to a four. Look, okay. The boys even were saying that it was it was closer there than, um, you know, probably somewhere in the middle. So yep. I think we might be there quite quickly. But it'll just depend on the day. What happens now this time of year, as you know, we get the dews early in the morning. So it can, can, uh, can throw you off a little bit because obviously the dew does a little bit of damage and especially while they're galloping on it, it can look sometimes worse or feel a little bit worse than what it actually is. So um, it'll just depend how quick that goes away and, and the sun starts baking it. Yeah, beautiful. Well, mate, uh, look forward to catching up there next Friday. Good luck today. Beautiful, buddy. See you, mate. Yeah, there he is, Chris Nation, the uh, Newcastle track manager, does a great job up there. And by the way, uh, next Friday, the 3rd of March, uh, the feature is the uh, Horsepower Newcastle Stakes up there. It's a Group 3, 1,400 metres. They've also got uh, a number of other races on the support program. But, yeah, looking forward to being up there next week in Newcastle, uh, catching up with Dwayne Dowell and all his club. Uh, calling that meeting next Friday in Newcastle. Fantastic club. Absolutely love getting up to Newcastle. Ross Smith is the Durban track manager. He joins us on our program now. Good morning, Ross. Hey, Luke. How are you? I'm super this morning, mate. Thanks for asking. How's your track looking at Durban? Yeah, very good, actually, today. We um, missed all the rain that's been around us. So right. come up with a good four this morning. Good four. Just a touch off the side of the good four, but my race time being nice. Terrific, mate, and a, a three-metre rail for the meeting today? Three-metre rail, yeah. We were out at, out at six last Wednesday, so got a great pad of grass in here. They didn't mark it up too much last Wednesday, so, yeah, very good. We have had 19 mil of irrigation on the, on the track for the week and eight mil of rainfall. 
Ross, we're simulcasting on Sky Thoroughbred Central this morning. I'm looking at a, a radar picture. There's a bit off the coast. Is that going to stay away today? Well, actually, you talking about that. Yesterday afternoon, we walked the track and we were watching the rain coming up from the Gold Coast. Mm. And we were three-quarters of the way around the track and the Gateway Bridge disappeared out of sight. And we thought we were going to get hammered walking while we were still out walking. I missed it. Yeah, okay. And what it's about... a real light shower, so... Yeah, what are they saying today, the Bureau? Do you, do you think you might get a drink oh, at some point? They're talking three mil, but, you know, they were talking eight yesterday and we got a mil and a half. So, you know, it's so if, you, if you get it in the right spot, you, you sort of get it, but pretty hard to predict at the moment. Well, mate, have a great day. Um, I'm sure that track will be in terrific nick. Thanks, Luke. Yeah, good on you, Ross. Ross Smith there looking at Doom, but then, yeah, the Bureau, they, uh, gee, if they were punters, they'd, they'd have a strip, wouldn't they? Uh, they don't always get it right, but they've got a tough job. Uh, we've got Sandown and Morfordville to cover for you as well this morning as far as our track reports, and Greg Roves is on the line now to have a chat about Sandown. Morning, Greg. G'day, Luke. How are you, mate? I'm good, thank you. What's that track at Sandown rated? Alrighty, we've uh, rated it this morning as a good four with a going stick of uh, 9.1 with a shear of 10. Um, it's really windy down here at the moment, uh, strong northerly breeze. So we're going to put three millimetres of irrigation on it mm-hmm. uh, just to keep it in that good four range before the first race. Mate, just remind us um, and our listeners of, of that direct. You've got a directive, you've got to produce a good four track, isn't it? Um, that's correct, yeah. 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 And that's a racing yeah. Victoria. Um, thing or rule that they've brought in, is it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's uh, that's our track preparation policy, yeah. Terrific, mate. Well, um, that wind, mm. uh, how do you think that might impact the racing today? Okay, so the uh, I, just, I just spoke to the uh, the Bureau of Meteorology and they've assured me that that wind will die down during the day to a 25-knot northerly. But um, having said that, uh, that means a tailwind out of the chute and, uh, and a tailwind down the front straight. So um, I don't think it would disadvantage horses um, uh, in front of the pack. So, uh, uh, yeah, I think it'll have a little bit of an effect on the, on the way it's raced. Yeah, okay. You're thinking maybe anyone doing the form for Sandown today, just be aware that that wind could be sort of favouring horses, maybe, maybe racing in the front half? Uh, I think so too. And I think um, that's how Lakeside generally travels anyway. It's a, little, um, it's a, uh, it's a bit on pace um, yeah. at times. So, uh, yeah, uh, I think that should be considered. Mate, important information for our listeners. Appreciate it, Greg. That's fine. Good on you. Have a great day, mate. There's Greg Groves there looking at sand down for us. We've just got Morfordville finally to cover off. Justin Groves will join us in a sec. And uh, by the way, at Sandown, the feature, the Blue Diamond, is race number seven this afternoon. 420 Eastern, 1,200 metres, Barber. He'll be hard to beat, won't he? Um, He's three out of three. Could be a big day for Godolphin. They've got Barber in secret, Animo. Let's get to Justin Groves now looking at Morfordville. How are you, Justin? Good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, very well this morning, mate. Uh, how's your track looking? We're looking pretty good this morning. Had a little bit of overnight rain with uh, close to six mil uh, to date. But uh, we're, we're sitting in that soft five, just in the soft five range, so we're not too bad. Beautiful. And uh, your rail position there today? Uh, we're eight metres to the 1,200 to the winning post and four metres remainder. And how's it looking forecast-wise for the day? Uh, we've had those little showers this morning, but it's going to be clearing up. So we're sitting in a soft fire range, but it wouldn't wouldn't uh, shy away from being in the good four or about race two or three today. Terrific, mate. Have a great day, Justin. Good luck with the meeting. Thanks very much. There's Justin Groves. Uh, yeah, that uh, radar's got a bit of colour on it, uh, if you're watching on Sky Thoroughbred Central. Uh, but uh, fortunately, those uh, showers moving on 
this morning there down in South Australia. Quick break, Brody Nixon next with his trial report. HQ Insurance have exclusively teamed up with the world's leading insurance brand in Berkshire Hathaway to offer their clients more options, including reimbursement for post-mortem costs. Be sure, insure with HQ. Now is the time to get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your summer workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka and Steel Blue with a huge range of shirts, shorts, boots and high-vis. Plus, check out our lightweight workwear to keep you cool this summer. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop summer workwear shop. For the very best entertainment in the Territory, you just can't beat NT Thoroughbred Racing. A day at the races simply must be on your bucket list. Whether it's Darwin, the Alice or one of the country clubs, go Territory Racing. Be part of it. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. On races one to six at Randwick, Sandown, and Doombin. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's at website. Gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1 800 858 The striking Kia range, crafted with sleek and distinctive cues. The new Kia range is the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. This is Kia. Kia, movement that inspires. Racing HQ, brought to you by Darwin Racing, the best show on scene. Thanks for that, Stanley. G's doing voiceovers now, DS. He's too good. He'd be, he'd be invoicing for that as well. <laughs> if you're watching on Sky Thoroughbred Central, good morning to you. Our radio ad brought to you by Dave Stanley this morning, which is a bit of a shock. Brody Nixon is joining us for his trial report. How are you, Brody? Good morning, Luke. Good morning, everyone. You are about to say Richard then, weren't you? I'd pause for a moment, yeah. <laughs> I know, mate. I tell you, big shoes to fill. Uh, the listeners are probably... I'm waiting for the text line to line up asking where Hainsy is this morning. Yeah, they don't miss, do they, very often? But um, no, just on the quick backup, just like you are, and just rolled into autopilot for a moment there. Yeah, mate, how was the shift last night? Uh, you guys on Sky Racing won last night. It was good racing, wasn't it? Canterbury, Mooney Valley, I really enjoyed it out there at Canterbury. Mate, it was a ripping night of racing, J-Mac. I've never seen someone get so many photos going their way, but um, I'll <laughs> tell you what, them. He lifts them, doesn't he? What? There was some terrific horse flesh there and um, great night of racing. Louis Willoughby got four on the card, so he's only relatively new to the New South Wales form. He's, he's sharpened his teeth in Victoria, but he had a good night to close for the young fella. Oh, that's outstanding, mate. Well done to Lewis. Um, and on J-Mac, I'll put my hand up here. I was potting him after race one. He uh, he didn't get, he didn't give one in the first, the greatest of rides, and I'm exchanging a few texts. Gee, J-Mac, that was, that was not his best, was it, in race one? What does he do? Goes on and wins four races. He's too good. He's too good. I love it. Um, I don't think you're the only one in a few group chats, but he's just, when you can't keep a champion count down, can you? No, you're right, mate. He is a champion. Um, I'll tell you what, I was thankful he fell in in the last on Kazoo. Up you go, Kazoo. Mate, what have you found from the trials? Uh, you're going to race two, firstly, at Ramwick? 
Yeah, I'm going to the highway now. I don't often find myself there too much, but there's a horse here I've been following from the Provincials a few runs ago by the name of Dollar Magic. Now, I can tell you what, Luke, it's been back $23 on Wednesday, Jeez. 19 this morning into $14 now. There's been next to no deductions as well. Just about failed to be runner home behind Poker Jack. That was at the end of last year. Now, before that, it ran fourth line Shell Star and failed at Hawkesbury after that. But before that, its form was really good behind Wonder Woman and Oakville Mahogany out. Rolls forward and Reese Jones takes one and a half off. We saw Reese produce a peach last night to take out that sprint feature in $19 into 14. I'm really keen on this horse. Trolled really well behind Broken Hill. We look to have a bit of talent there for the Australian Bloodstock crew. The favourite, Mogo Magic, deserves to be about odds on. It's trolled like a gun, but it had a trial, and then it had, must have had a little bit of a setback. It didn't trial for about another four or five weeks. So Mogo Magic, it'll roll forward with Tim Clark, but you can see the horse just down the outside here under double wrap. So I really like this piece of work under Reith, and I think Reese Jones taking one and a half off from a soft gate. It'll just smoke the pipe, and it's going to be really strong late. Yeah, good find, mate. Uh, like it. Uh, that's a good highway today too with Mogo, uh, and we'll chat to Scott Collings after 7 o'clock this morning on our program. What about in race number five, Hope in Your Heart? This mare, I think, she could be a Doncaster horse, this preparation, and she's been powerful through the line in her barrier trials. Yeah, Luke, I absolutely love this mare. Now, it took, all, took a while for me to learn the lesson with her as well. She stung me a few times. I was keen on a few other horses, but I really like the way she's building into her career, and I think her trials, this preparation, have been terrific. She's been soft in the market, which I'm quite surprised at. She brings some outstanding form lines behind the likes of I Wish I Win, Honey Creeper, Reduna, um, Riadini, narrowly defeated there in the going at Kembla Grange. Now, the trial behind Artorias was really good. Profondo goes around later, and tell you what, Profondo trialed like a star as well. They take all the gear off today, but I'm really keen on this daughter of Dundee. She's drawn gate number two. She has the turn of foot to win, and there's absolutely no speed in the race. So, Timmy Clark aboard for the Parker team. Luke, I'm really keen on hoping you're hard upon resumption. Yeah, good man, mate. I'm a, I'm a bit of a fan of hers as well. Looking forward to seeing her resume today. Uh, thanks so much for your time, Brody. What are your plans for the Saturday? Where are you watching the races today? I'll actually be trackside, Luke. Looking forward to it. So my partner and I will be waltzing out there for a lovely day at Randwick. Oh, I love it, mate. Uh, how good's that? Uh, the better half and you out there at Randwick backing winners. Hey, nothing will bring a relationship closer together than that. Absolutely, and if they're Gray's winning, <laughs> that'll make me even happier because that'll make her happier. <laughs> good on you, mate. Enjoy the day. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, everyone, and best of luck on the punt. Good on you, mate. Uh, there's Brady Nixon joining us. His two trial horses, race two, number three, Dollar Magic, and race five, number three, Hope in Your Heart. Now, of course, he's tipping it when he's taking the missus to the races, Hope in Your Heart. He's a romantic, isn't he? I love it. Another hopeless romantic is Tracy Bartley. He joins us on the program now. How are you, Trace? Very well. Very well, mate. Yourself? <laughs> very good, mate. Did that throw you a bit? You're a bit of a romantic, I'm tipping. Yeah, yeah, but when I... When I, have, when I have a beer. <laughs> I love it, mate. Um, i tell you what, this Mabel, how good yeah. was that last uh, last start? The th was 1,000 yeah. metres the key, or do you think the 1,100 today is going to be sweet as well? Oh, I think uh, if uh, they go along, yeah. I think it's 1,100 will be fine. I, yeah, she's run good races over the 1,100. I know she has a one. I thought the runner Gosford in the 1,200 mares race that day was a really good run. She just ducked off with um, Jason and probably cost herself a half a length, you know, and, or a neck anyway. Mm. But um, oh, it was a gun ride the other day, obviously, in one of the race. So a lot of kids should watch that re replay and um, play it back and forward. 
Mate, he, he loves a tight run, doesn't he? I mean, oh. just, uh, yeah, just slice through. Very, it, very it? tight. Very, very tight. Um, but, you know, she, credit to her, she oh, yeah. little bulldog, you know, she put her head down through there and it was a, a good effort. Yeah, she's a, she's a good mare. I mean, yep. just the determination. When uh, some horses taking a run like that, they might, oh, I don't really yeah. go through here, but. She exploded through. Uh, has she always been like that? Just everything she does, track work, trials, she just wants to put in? She's just a, an ultimate well, little resource? Well, we've changed a couple of things with her because she's had this throat operation, so we've just gone back to ride her quiet. Right. Let her breathe, you know, because it's so important for them to be relaxed. Mm. And um, it's worked perfectly, you know, the operation. And uh, She makes a noise when she's going real slow at home, but when you just have a gear... Doesn't make a noise at all, so it's obviously worked. And um, no, you know, obviously you want the speed on again today. And if you can get the speed on, and this kid's riding terrific, so I'll be just um, guided by him when he comes out to get on her. I think. And you pulled Sabrinko out, mate. Just the barrier, was it? Yeah, the barrier. And she ran last night. She ran third. She ran oh, good. She did too. I called the yeah. race. How good am I going? Yeah, it was a good run. She took the field up to the win, up to the win, uh, win and just dragged off off the back. And, yeah, but it was a, a good effort. And she'll bounce off that and go to the, I think the Wyong heat she's going to go to. Yeah, perfect. Um, yeah, yeah, she she looks like she's come back well. You had her in that four pillars last preparation. That would have been a yep. a bit of a thrill running fourth in that. You would have liked yeah, to she win. Run, yeah, she ran incredible. Um, her weight's got her a little bit, but. Um, no, she's been a good mare. She's a half to um, Miss Redoval, which won one of the heats, you know. Mm. So that's Mabel in race number one. Sabrenko, a good run there at Canterbury last night. Um, yep. Are you going to get a run at Newcastle today? Or well, we hope we do because I'm really keen on Villatino. I think um, right. he's in the right race. Uh, he put blinkers on. There's been a gear change there. So he worked terrific. He chased him on with blinkers on. So I'm tipping the... Uh, if he gets a run, he'll put him up in the first four. He'd be hard to beat. That's Villatino race five, number 12 at Newcastle. Needs a few to come out to gain entry in the field. That rail out uh, a long yeah. way today. So they're yeah, just, just yeah. don't know why they don't take it back one one metre and, you know, have these horses run, get runs because such a big track. I know we've got a main meeting on Friday coming up, but surely a metre wouldn't. Oh, mate, honestly, Nation, he's just, a, he's soft. He wants to protect this track. He's come on here and had a whinge this morning. Has <laughs> he? No, very good. He's actually no, a really good bloke and, and he does a good job. I get your frustration. You've got a horse that's going well. You'd love to get a run, mate. Hopefully you just get a couple come out of that yeah, race. Yeah, I want one. I think I only need one yeah. for him to get a run. His first emergency, so... Um, fingers crossed. Great to speak to you this morning, Tracy. Before I let you go, uh, yep. where's the uh, the good mayor, uh, Barossa yeah, well, Rosa? Yeah, well, she trialled here yesterday, um, and then she'll run next Saturday in the mayor's race. Yep. So she just had a soft trial. She only had, um, I think she had 21 days off. She looks great. Good. She dappled up, and, um, you know, she had a great campaign up there for us, and I think um, she'll bounce off that trial yesterday really well next Saturday, and hopefully she can draw an alley and carry that form into the Sydney form, you know, which is another step up, obviously, but um, I'm sure she's got, she's got the ability. She deserves her crack, mate. She's been uh, fantastic. So, yeah, um, no, no, really, really, really happy with her. Uh, good luck, mate. I'd make a good trainer wanting to run Sabrenko again today, wouldn't I? Yeah, don't worry. We used to back him up once upon a yeah. time. <laughs> like, I don't think you're allowed to do it now. I've seen <laughs> back uh, when I was a bit younger, uh, horses 
one would run uh, yep. run in the first race and then ran in the last one day at a place oh, called Bundaberg. They they just sent them round up there in Queensland. Don't worry about that. Yeah, well, I was there one day at Canterbury and um, uh, Jack Denham, he ran the one in the first and it won. And then Mr. Shrek, uh, he actually gave it three kilos penalty. And uh, so Jack <laughs> ran it in the last. You're kidding. He did. No, no, That's he the ran best. It. Yeah, so, and you get the three kilos. Well, it got beat ahead, <laughs> and Jack went off his head because he said, "There's no way in the world he should have been given three kilos, and he would have only as a handicapper." Jack in them days they rung the handicappers, and he said, "Oh no, it's only should go up two kilos, you know, or a kilo and a half. It might have been in them days." So anyway. let me just get this right. So it won early in the program, and then yep. it got re-handicapped for its later yep. race, three kilos, yep. and got beat ahead in the second race. Yep, that's exactly right. Yep. That's outstanding. I love yes. that. Yes. I can't think of the name of the horse, but I was there that day, and uh, I remember clearly, but like I said, you couldn't do that today. No, no. Mate, um, great to have a chat this morning. Good no, luck thanks, with, uh, with Mabel today, Trace. No worries. Thanks very much. Thanks, boys. Bye. There he goes. Uh, Tracy Bartley joining us this morning, and I think Brett Devine is there from uh, the ATC. We're getting him up uh, very, very shortly, and he'll give us the latest on what's going to, uh, to be a big day out there at Ramwick, this Chipping Norton. I can't wait to hear what Duff says about Animo uh, today as well, because he just seems to get into the great spot again, and look, oh, I think Fangirl's got a great chance each way, but Animo, he, he holds all the aces, doesn't he? Brett Devine from the ATC is with us on the program. Morning, Brett. Good morning to you, Luke. Good morning to all the punters. Uh, Luke, I can tell you I'm out having a walk. The sun's come up. Beautiful. What a stunning day it is. Stunning day it will turn out to be at Royal Roundwick weather-wise, but matched only by the quality of that card. Gee, I just get excited, mate. Uh, honestly, um, this autumn carnival, it's a sleepless nights, just counting down to every Saturday now for the next few weeks. Well, you're definitely entitled to be excited, Luke, and perhaps I've said it before a few times, we take it for granted. We've got Australia's best horse in the flesh, live trackside today at Royal Ramwick as a headline act, surrounded by so many others. But to have a, a, an eight-time Group 1 winner uh, in Animo, the world, the Godolphin's biggest or highest uh, number of Group 1s ever won out of all the horses they've ever run, that in itself says to you, you should be trackside, get out the Royal Ramwick and soak up the atmosphere in this Outstanding weather, of course. We're officially two weeks away from the start of the Sydney Autumn Racing Carnival, Luke, and we're still in summer, but it's got autumn sprinkled all over it. Great horse racing today. Outstanding facilities, and seeing Animo and the Tab Chipping Norton Stakes in secret in the Drinkwise Surround Stakes, the two first Group 1s in Sydney of the year, doesn't get any better. Oh, gee, it could be a big day for Godolphin Barber as well in the Blue Diamond, but I was... Uh, broadcasting with Dave yesterday from the Wink stand. And, mate, I tell you what, if people are at home thinking, I might get out to Randwick, uh, what might be the best way to go about it? Just walk in, buy your GA ticket, position up there, and you will just have the best day ever. That that stand is just spectacular. Well, what I'm most impressed about, Luke, is that you've risen so early and you've hit the ground running on your first show after I'm sure was a big lunch in that Wink stand. You saw that up close yesterday and how... What an amazing facility it is. That's all for the general public. Every person that buys a ticket and gets to Royal Roundwick can get into that grandstand for no extra cost whatsoever. So a $47 million investment led by Racing New South Wales, an amazing construction for the general public, and the ATC is proud to open and operate it again today for everybody. I'm sure you uh, enjoyed the facility there yesterday, and one of the best vantage points there, Luke, is on the top level where they come over the rise, particularly in that beautiful weather. You can have a nice beverage at the Happy Clapper Bar and see the horses thunder over the rise as things really warm up in the home straight. So 
It's all set up for a great day today, Luke. And I just wanted to also mention, and I know yourself and Dave Stanley are heavily involved in this, there's a small number of tables left for the ATC Punters Challenge at Royal Ramwick next week. And I know you'll say a little bit more about it, but what an outstanding day of fun that is. Food and beverage is all part of your tickets, but the most important part of it, I guess, is taking on all the other punters uh, in the room for big cash prizes, a $10,000 first prize for the winning group. You've matched your wits, placed some bets in real money on the uh, on the tab and uh, across the Royal Ramwick meeting. And such great fun. It's been a very, very popular uh, event over the years and just a couple of tables left again for next Saturday. So make sure for that and for all your tickets, you go to theraces.com.au. The Australian Turf Club and Racing New South Wales are proud to present this racing. It's world-class. We've got Hugh Bowman jockey uh, coming in today, one of the best jockeys in the world, possibly getting his 100th Group 1 win in Australia. So don't miss your opportunity for today, but in the coming weeks. And one final ticket, Luke, if uh, if I may, uh, that I can sell to people. Three days at Rose Hill Gardens across the Slipper Carnival just costs in total $66 general admission. So you're covered for the three days, including the biggest day of Group 1 racing in the country on Long Jeans Golden Slipper Day, and Penau, Penau after the last on Long Jeans Golden Slipper Day as well, and of course I'll also play one day at Royal Rarey during the championship, so if it's not spoiled for choice with the best racing in the world, the race day experience and the action off track as well, Luke, is uh, something to uh, to behold and great value. Oh, it's just sensational, Brett. Uh, and Panau, they go good. They go pretty good. I've seen them live a few times, so that's uh, a real treat for anyone a fan of those. And the racing's great, but as you said, the entertainment and enjoyment you get out of being there, there's, uh, there's plenty more to it as well. But the main thing is the wonderful horse flesh that's going to be showcased over the coming weeks, over the championships as well. Brett, appreciate your time as always. Have a great day today. Good on you, Luke. Good luck to you and good luck to all the punters. There's Brett Devine from the ATC giving us the very latest on Ramwick. We'll take a break. When we come back, Ron Duffersey will join me on Racing HQ. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Down to Canberra this March 11 to 13 for the Canberra Racing Carnival, the ideal trip away for friends, family, and punters clubs. With three big events in three days across the Canberra Day Long Weekend, featuring the Tab Canberra Cup Calcutta on Saturday, hosted by myself, Dave Stanley, and Luke Marlow. The 50th anniversary of the Black Oval Stakes on Sunday, and the Tab Canberra Cup Race Day on the Monday. It's a special weekend of racing. Visit thoroughbredpark.com.au. Now is the time to get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your summer workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka and Steel Blue with a huge range of shirts, shorts, boots and high-vis. Plus, check out our lightweight workwear to keep you cool this summer. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop summer workwear shop. 
At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see a local expert at Drummond Golf. Brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Yeah, welcome back to the program. Great to have your company. Luke Marlowe with you on Racing HQ for this Saturday. And if you've been a listener during the week to the Big Sports Breakfast... I've just got to make this point, uh, particularly if you're watching on TV this morning on the Sky Thoroughbred Central. Good morning to our viewers. The aircon's cast in here, and we are in, we're in all sorts. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of hot air in this joint at the best of times, but I tell you what, right now, uh, I'm under pressure. It is, it is hot. Um, Ron Duffercy is about to join me in a moment, and he's, in fact, there. Duff, as I say good morning to you, the racing's going to be hot on the track at Ramwick today, but I tell you what, I'm, I'm absolutely cooking here in this studio. What are they doing to us? Well, good morning. Good morning, Luke. Welcome aboard. Uh, look, uh, look there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with the air conditioning in there at Sky. you just got to get in there three hours earlier to turn it on, and then it just it, it takes a couple of hours to, to cool up, and once it cools up, you'll be fine. I'll take your word for it, Duff. I want to get going soon, otherwise we're going to melt in here. But I tell you what, uh, this this racing today, how good is it? I mean, Autumn Carnival is about to kick off in full swing and we've, we've got the big boy there today, Animo, looking for a ninth Group 1. Um, what's your take on him overall as a horse, uh, Duff, Animo? Oh, look, he's a champion to my eye. You know, to do what he's done season in uh, each season. I know he doesn't win by big margins, but uh, look at the multiple Group 1s that he's won. He's got, you know, a more than a 50% winning strike rate from 22 starts. And he um, he's a proven performer at the top level, and he's going to be awfully hard to beat again today and uh, get on his winning way with the Group 1, another Group 1 under his belt. I'd suggest he's uh, he looks to map quite nicely. Um, there's no negatives as far as the, the way that he he's trained on. Apparently, he thrives, uh, and he didn't have a hard run there first up. So, look, I, I think he should just about get away with it again. And, yeah, to my eye, he's a, he's a ripping horse. Uh, could be a big day for Godolphin, Duff. Uh, three favourites in three Group 1s across two states. Of course, Animo in secret, and um, I think Barber is, is favourite in the Blue Diamond as well. So, it's a big day for the Royal Blue, isn't it? No, look, they're, they're, they're in fantastic form, um, placing their horses so, so well and getting the tactics right and everything's uh, flying for Godolphin, there's no doubt about it. And it's, it's not just their big guns, you know, they got little sneaky little chances all the way through there. Even you could go to Zapoteo in the Oakley Plate, mm. she's a little sleeper there as well. So, um, yeah, they, what can you say? They, they, they're, they're doing everything perfectly. Great to have Bowman in town too. Um, he's just showing his class up there in Hong Kong, uh, just kicking off and, and banging in the winners. And he's got that plum ride on in secret. It's great that he could be at Ramwick today too, isn't it? Oh, wow. He's um, he's taken off with a real bang and he sent, sent Hong Kong a light. He's, I think he's, you know, Zach's the man over there. He's uh, He's got a sharp wet and he gets in, plays the mind games with the other jockeys. He won't be playing his mind games with Bowman and that might be getting into Zach's head. Yeah. Because <laughs> so, uh, Bowman's just come out running and... Um, 
Curtin came out with a, 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 um, a bit of a, a go at the Chief Steward the other day, which is pretty well unheard of. And so you know, he might be feeling a little bit of pressure from Bowman. Or usually he's putting the pressure on everyone else, Curtin. So that's an interesting little battle, that one. And... Um, you know, he's just, uh, well, he's gone over there and had an incredible start. Mm, absolutely, he has, mate. Um, let's kick off the show. We've got Scott Collings joining us firstly, who's got Mogo Magic running in today's highway. It's really exciting for the stable. Scott, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning. How are you? Very, very well, mate. Uh, thanks for your time on our program this morning. Take us through the last four weeks with this horse, Mogo Magic. Um, how's his preparation been? Uh, his preparation's been perfect this time around. Um, you know, he's come into it with a nice trial. A couple of weeks ago at Goldman, so yeah, we couldn't be happier today. Yeah, Scott, you, you trialled him on January 4 and then February 5, so there's no setback there. He's, he's just been uh, a plan just to give him that little top break between trials? Yeah, yeah, it was just a plan to give him the break between trials. Um, you know, he, he's a horse that sort of likes to run a bit fresh, um, so that was always the plan. He's pretty exciting. He's a natural running horse, isn't he? He certainly is. He's very exciting. Um, you know, he's, he's got plenty of speed, um, although I don't know that he has to lead. But, you know, the way the races have panned out for him lately, that's sort of where he puts himself. OK. I mean, really, he's not left with too many other options uh, other than probably from that barrier to just let you will know, we'll gradually slide across. And he's got the right man on board to do that, obviously, and Tony Clark. <clears throat> yeah, I, I thought, you know, where we drew was probably a nice draw for the horse considering, you know, he's never been in a real big field. So I, I think the draw is really good for him there today and Timmy will just let him slide across and he'll either find the front or be sitting outside the leader. Yep, and obviously you're not too worried with the little jar out of the track early. He's proven that as far as that's concerned as well. No, no, that doesn't worry him at all. You know, he, he's one on on the soft and he's also had a, had a trial on that on the good. So, um, you know, he's pretty versatile in that aspect. Yeah, any grand plans? Like, hopefully he gets through today. You probably just try and find another thousand metre highway after today if he if he if he just gets the job done. Yeah, if he gets the job done today, obviously we'll sit down with the owner group and and sort of work out what the next plan of attack is with him. Um, you know, he's a very lightly raced, untapped three-year-old, so you know there might be some nice three-year-old races for him a bit later. You had him all the way through since the yearling. Uh, yeah, yep. Um, one of my clients bred him, um, and yeah, so we've had him pretty well from the start, yep. All right, the rest of the team ticking along okay? <clears throat> yeah, no, the rest of the team are all coming along nicely. All right. Well, good luck with him today. Hopefully he can make another statement because he's certainly got a bit of an X factor about him. He, he certainly has, you know, and obviously today's his biggest assignment as, as yet, um, but, you know, we're hoping it all will, and... You know, we think the horse will run really well. What do I expect? Just one more thing. What, what do we expect to see in the yard today? Is he is he a fiery customer or is he laid he, back? He, he, no, he is a bit fiery, yes. Um, once the jockey gets on, the pony will get hold of him and just, you know, just to keep him quiet. And, but once he gets out on the track, you know, the pony will let him go and he'll canter off around to the gates lovely. Okay, we'll keep an eye on that. That's great to know. Good on you, Scott. And, mate, have you had any out of the mare before, Zoo Magic? Uh, no, he's, he's the first foal out of the mare. Oh, terrific. Well, she's kicked off on the right note, hasn't she, getting a beauty like this? Yeah, she certainly has, and she's got a, um, she's got a foal now um, by Casino Prince as well. Terrific. Mate, good luck with him today. All right, thank you.
Duff, um, how big an asset is having speed like this horse? I mean, it, it can be a complicated game when you get back in the field, but this fellow, he just he just makes his own luck. Yeah, it's a great asset to have gate speed and uh, put yourself out of getting, making your own luck. It's a better asset to have if you've got stamina to go with it. And, um, well, he certainly doesn't need the stamina at 1,000 metres, but as, he career, as his career... Um, if it continues to take off, it'd be lovely to see a horse like him be able to you know, run 1,200 metres and then they have got a good horse because he's run time. I know it's only country racing and and, and, and uh, we can get excited at times and the door can slam in your face, but he's run time, he's done it with style and he's won by big margins. So why he's at 1,000 metres, um, I think we're going to treat him as a pretty sharp prospect. And I know your your experience as a form analyst, but when they're short, you don't you don't get too carried away. But do you think he he justifies an odds-on quote today? I think so. Um, like he, if he got to evens, I'd be very tempted. <laughs> yeah. Um, I missed the two twenty-five on on uh, Wednesday when they went up, and I thought, geez, he should be shorter than that. And then, well, in the blink of an eye, it was a dollar ninety anyway. But. He is quite likable here. He's um, he's a deserved. I, I think he's even though you you get nervous taking short prices in highways, he's a deserved, very short price favourite. And we haven't had a shorty in a highway for a while, have no, we? No, yeah. no, no. And and uh, yeah, it just shows the dominance of his two wins uh, that the market has found him there. You know, there's a couple of dangers there. You don't know how uh, Iron Will back in distance should suit. And he's fitting up and running. And you have got horses like. Uh, some tree, how do we know this horse has got something that's easy except for Gosford as well, so we'll see if he, he runs here, some tree and and I thought Dollar Magic tried well as well. He's got a little knockout chance, but like all all things being equal, um this horse looks to be uh, at least highway class, if not better. And we mentioned he's a leader, no better rider of leaders than Tim Clark and it was spoken about in the media the rough day he had last week. Gee, he just bounced back like a professional during the week at Warwick Farm with a double. He would have been so disappointed to walk away empty-handed with that great book of rides last week but he's just an ultimate professional the way he bounced back and um, he hasn't let it worry him. It's, he's taken it in his stride, hasn't he? No, that happens. Yeah. It happens, and he's a big boy. Um, you've no use going home sulking for a week. It'll only affect your riding, and he knows that. He's old enough now. He's got a cool head on his shoulders, and um, you know, I'm sure if he didn't go, he'd be on the phone rousing at him um, as far as, you know, wake up to yourself. Uh, because <laughs> you, 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 You've got to bounce back in this business. And, hey, uh, hey, listen, you know <laughs> I know a bit about jockeys sulking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your job. You've got to get them to wake up to themselves and get out of, the, get out of that yeah. mood and uh, get on with the work. Morning to Alicia. Go give a few a sore back at Albury today. <laughs> Richard Litt is uh, with us on the program now. Morning, Richard. Good morning. You'd be happy this track's drying out, mate. Uh, Profondo, he, he just wants to be on top of the ground, doesn't he? Yeah, hopefully it can get to a good four today um, before race nine. You must be happy with the way things are rolling. You've got some lovely horses around you and they're all racing well. I see that uh, uh, Sion, he, he's qualified himself for the um, country uh, provincial heats there the other day. Yeah, no, the, the team's going very well. We're very pleased, and um, she was great the other day, so we'll give her a nice little freshen up now, and she'll just sort of probably go straight into the final off maybe one or two trials. But, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's good why the team's going well. Okay, and show no compassion at Canberra yesterday. He's got, he's got a little bit of talent. Yeah, he's a nice horse as well. He was pretty um, gallant there to win, and he'll head to the paddock now, and after a bit of a break, he'll come back. He'll be a really nice horse. 
Okay. Let's move on to today. He's um, Lancaster Bomber in the first. He, he got a little chance here. He likes Ramwick. Little jar around the track early. He got a few little ticks there today. Yeah, absolutely. He's drawn well. Um, Chad knows him. He rode him well at Canterbury a couple of starts back. And to be honest, I know he's getting a bit long in the tooth, but he's sort of going as better than ever. You know, um, he really deserves to pick up a, a, a midway, and he'll sort of be just tucked in behind the speed there. And, and uh, he'll be uh, he'll be good late. So fingers crossed for him. Talk to me about this horse in the skyline. I know he only won at Canberra, but he's just got a bit of style about him. This tabs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's a homebred that the Galetta's bred by Dundeal and um, sort of a bit of a bit of a surprise one out of the box. We didn't think too much of him early. We just sort of went through the process and he trolled up nicely and we took him down to Canberra. I probably was sort of looking for the paddock for him, but he just keeps getting better and improving and uh, enjoying his racing and he's a real little precocious type and he's a little bit in the deep end from a bad barrier today, but Geez, he's got some uh, he's got some potential there, and if they sort of overdo it, and he can get a position, you know, somewhere, find a bum and and uh, peel off their backs, you know, he's got a really good turn of foot. He could be right in the finish. Yeah, um, just take your medicine a little bit negative early, like you said, and find find one to follow. And uh, if they do overdo it, he, he's certainly going to be strong, like he was at Canberra. Yeah, absolutely. I think the stepping up to twelve hundred will suit him. He's probably eventually going to be a 1400 meter or miler and he's just got like you say something about him a little bit of talent there a little bit of well factor so you know i wouldn't be surprised if he was right there today okay and uh, let's talk about the big boy profondo you've you've taken all the gear off him today what uh, what is that telling us that you're, you're happy with his his attitude and his manners and uh, his maturity yeah he's come back um in really really good order and he had a really good spell um bit of pre-training and I've just been happy with him the whole way through and he hasn't really put a foot wrong and you know sort of back to his his best at home and just taking all the gear off because it obviously wasn't working um throughout his last preparation so simplified everything back to the basics and back to 1300 and obviously a very big drop in grade sort of give him the chance to bounce back he's been running against some you know pretty handy horses his whole career, so we sort of just want to get him back on track. Yeah, it's a beautiful race for him, but if anything, the only negative might be uh, it might be a bit of a stop-start race. It's uh, just on paper that I couldn't see a lot of speed there, but potentially they, that may just force a little bit of the issue a little bit for, for this race. Yeah, look, I'd be happy for him to sort of sit wherever Chad was comfortable, you know, if there's no okay. speed there and he's right on the speed, that's fine. If he you know, if there's a little bit of speed there and he can take more of a set, that's fine. I don't think um, we can sort of overcomplicate it with him. So just sort of let him begin and find his feet and wherever he's happy, I guess it's probably where he'll be. And if that, that happens to be forward, I think I'd be very happy with that, comfortable with that. Have you, got, have you got your eye on one major prize for him this preparation, a Doncaster or something like that? What would be uh, his main mission? I think um, a Doncaster would be great. we just get over this first run Obviously, there's that group one and three weeks over 1,500 metres at, at, I think, Rose Hill, which would be, you know, his next target all going well. Um, I don't think we'll, you know, sort of put him out and trip this preparation. We'll just stick to the shorter distances and see how we go. But his trial was wonderful the other day. His work's been really good, and I feel we've got him back better than ever. So, you know, he's matured a lot. He's nice and strong. He's just got to get out there today and do it. Good on you, Richard. Good luck today. Thank you.
Yeah, thanks for your time, Richard. Really appreciate it. Um, Duff, that, that sounded pretty positive with Profondo. Uh, I know you're, you're hot on him at the price. Um, you, you happy with everything Rich said there? I'm over the moon with everything yeah. he said there. I think we might even double up, but uh, I think the price will be gone shortly. But he, um, he sounds very happy with him, doesn't he? And he's, that two-year-old he's got, I'm telling you, uh, I don't know what he can do it today, but he's going to run a ripping race, that Tabs. And so will, so will Lancaster Bomber. I've, got him, I've sort of got them all in the numbers there, all these horses in the numbers. So I, I think he might have a little sneaky day. And just on Profondo, uh, are you of the same view as me that he, he just need he anything worse than a five? You just may as well leave him at home, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's raced well. He's raced well in a in a five, and yeah, I, I don't think he handles it worse than a five. But it won't be worse than a five today. So he'll get his the jars just out of it. Horses like to run on that, and I'm not going to make an excuse that the track was too wet for him. Put it that way. He's a, an interesting horse because he he obviously was a Group One winner early in his in his career, and he's he's had to chase those big big races. You know, like mm. the Wig Stakes, the George Main, the Turnbull, the Cox Plate. So he. Must May have just lost a bit of his confidence when he saw that big animo eyeing him off there, the two big colts, and he he may have weakened a little bit. And but uh, he'll walk in there today, and he'll be looking around for animo, and he won't see him, and he'll <laughs> he'll grow up and think I'm the man again. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I hope I get there one day to feel like that. <laughs> Mate, uh, the map there too with Norwegian Bliss going to the mares race, um, it's up for grabs a bit, isn't it? Uh, so if he does ping, he, he might just be. Well, he I'm glad to there. hear that that he'll yeah. just leave it to Chad just to read the speed of the race. You know, we don't know what to think with Riadini. You know, it took him a few runs to get going last prep and they weren't riding him mad in front. Uh, so, I'm, yeah, it, it all revolves around him and Quantico probably has to go forward from the outside drawer and Sabak, I don't know, he's got a little bit of athletics athleticism about him and think about it won't be far away but there's no, there's no natural born leader here Bandersnatch used to go forward in his old time so like I say there's a potential potential for a few to say oh no we're going to go forward today and that could force the issue but reality is uh, we might be looking for a leader so you've got to you've got to be have your wits about you, and you need a free reign from some of these jockeys. And it sounds like Chad's got it. Yeah, and he's in good form at the moment too, Chad. And and Rio Danny, he, he doesn't have those blinkers on today, which we know when they go on, he can he can be a bit more sharper, can't he? Exactly. When they we'll get a, a guide to when he's ready. <laughs> yeah. As far as today's the day is when those blinkers go back on, and it probably will be second, third, or fourth up. I don't know what they're thinking, but they do that a lot. The uh, Waterhouse spot stable um, early in the prep if they don't want them to get too aggressive they just leave the gear off in the trial of the race and then they come back on so yeah they, they, they look at that very closely yeah i'm looking forward to that race today race seven at ramwick that's going to be a, a real beauty we've got nathan doyle joining us on the program now morning nathan morning luke ron how are you oh, very well mate how's the start to the day been up there in newcastle uh, it's been a good start just finished up now so we're in a day of racing and it's going to be an interesting uh, day of racing I, I wouldn't think there's a, a lot between your midweek runners here they are all got sort of very good credentials Dalalat, Espresso and super super bright back to 1100 metres is, well, what's your, your, your theory on it? Yeah I think you hit the nail on the head there there's not much splitting all three of them to be honest um, Dalalat's finally drawn another good gate I there's sort of a bit of rinse and repeat there. Um, if he just balances up midfield, looks plenty of genuine tempo in the race. 
And if he gets a split to the right time, he, he always races best on the fresh side. He's, his runs have been gapped. Um, I don't think the 1100 will really worry him. He, he's bouncing out of his skin, so I think he's got enough sprint in his legs. Uh, Expresso was a good run the other day. Uh, he's been put himself on the speed. We're just taking the claim with him. Uh, he jumped two points in the ratings from running the second the other day. So he gets a nice run in transit. He's got to be somewhere in the finish. And Super Bright was, was very ugly last start. Um, she joined Alley one, we thought we were right a bit closer. We give her a squeeze and she just took charge of Tyler and from Barry one end up three deep in the speed from that gate today. She'll be just ridden dead quiet to get a bit of cover and she'll be strong weight as well. Okay, so uh, each to their own, I would suggest you're happy with the three of them. You, 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 you sounded okay with him back to 1100, Dale, obviously with that freshen. Um, will be a, well, he showed he. He could keep up to a certain extent the other day from barrier two. Do you think he it is similar today at eleven hundred though? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think he's always um, probably let us down a little bit. He shows us a lot more ability than what he probably has produced race day. And if he can get r- races run to suit, so he can grow off some good sectionals late. So if he gets the right running transit, I'd say he'd be very hard to beat. Okay, uh, rush hour. He's. Um, He's untapped, he's earned his spot. We'll probably learn more about him today. Definitely. He's drawn very sticky. Um, going to have to leave it up to Kobe. It's going to be one hell of a good ride if he can get in uh, with a bit of cover. Um, I don't think he's a 900-metre horse. Uh, you always shown us he'd be better once he does get that 11, 1,200. We just rode him a bit different at the trials here. Uh, the other day, uh, we had to sort of win trials to get into that race after the... Gold Coast, so we always banged him on speed, got the job done to be able to get a run. Um, the other day here at Newcastle, we just wanted to lock him down out of the gates. He began brilliantly. Kobe sort of pulled him out in the trial. He gave him a little squeeze, and he, he had to quickly shut him down again. Uh, he said he was going to be real strong on the line, and we just didn't want to overdo it. Uh, he only had a short break after the Gold Coast. He had a week off, and um, if we draw on a gate, I thought he'd be a, a genuine winning chance on his ability, but it's going to be very hard from where he's drawn. Yeah, uh, although when you pull this pace uh, race apart um, for a you know a, a two-year-old twelve hundred, there's not a lot of natural leaders here. I wouldn't have thought. There isn't, but at the same time, there's probably a lot of horses that want that spot Position. in behind behind the lead. So they're, they're going to make you do a little bit of work to sort of get across. So oh, I'm not really worried where he sits in the run. I just leave it up to Kobe if he's outside lead leads. Albeit, if they want to sort of roll along early, I'm happy to ride him with cover as well. I think he can be versatile. Where would you have like to see Norwegian Bliss in the run today? She'll be in front, I'd say, today. Um, yeah. The first time last start that she's, she's ever been galloping down the straight with the tongue hanging out the side of the mouth. When, they, when they're doing that, they're not breathing properly and they're not getting into a rhythm. We put the tongue tie and cross over on today. Uh, she seems to have responded well at home in her track work uh, just to get her to breathe properly and, and do everything right. Uh, it was a pretty tough run the other day. I know she did get in eventually, but uh, when she was three deep eyeball and the other two, uh, it makes it very hard to finish off. She's only got beat to 2.8. It looked a tricky speed map. We probably could have scratched, but uh, we know we needed this run under our belt and target to this race second up. Okay, so hopefully improve it and move forward with her as well. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I think she can improve. Uh, she, she is looking for that 1,400 now and probably a mile in time, but uh, the map looks okay. Uh, yeah. We'll just go with her in the early stages of the race. She'll, she naturally got that high cruising speed, so she'll roll along in a nice genuine tempo and hopefully she can give a good kick. Beauty. Anything to add there, Luke? I was just going to ask, Nathan, you know how Norwegian Bliss had the tongue out the side? Yep. Is that a reflection of your training rubbing off on her? You got the tongue hanging out every now and then? <laughs> no, I don't like think so. Um, but yeah, just when they're doing that, they're just, they're not getting into that right rhythm. And uh, when you're at that level, you can't be doing things wrong. So hopefully with the gear changes on, that it's a different horse today and uh, we can see a better result. And mate, the, the two-year-old filly uh, going to Newcastle in race two, will a win? She, um, she looks to go okay? Yeah, I've got a good opinion of her. Uh, she's a very nice filly. The only probably worry is that the 900, she's not just a speedy squib. Um, she's a horse that's going to benefit when she gets to 11 or 1200, but I don't doubt she'll be probably the best horse to come out of the race. If um, she can handle the 900 and get the job done, um, I think she can probably win the race. Uh, best work, it was late in the trial when she really got balanced up. She really extended the last 50. She's got good gate speed, so she should be able to put herself in the first three or four, but quite excited to see her go around. Terrific, mate. So for our listeners, um, can win today, but better suited over further next time. Yeah, I think she's probably in best chance today. Uh, she's got so much talent. I've sparred her up with Russia a few times, and they're level pegging, so I hope she, hopefully she can bring that to the races. Great to speak to you, Nathan. Uh, good luck today, mate. Thanks, guys. Yeah, Duff, uh, Norwegian Bliss, she should be able to bounce and control that race today. Yeah, looks, uh, the map looks beautiful for her today. Looks, uh, she's, a, she's a difficult one to line up because I reckon he placed her so, so well, winning seven straight. Uh, amazing achievement. And then the, the boom went on her. And then she had to go, you know, lift to that mare's weight for age level at Caulfield where... She was a beaten favourite, but only just. And then we're going to judge her on one run in, a, in, a, in the Triscay, where she was only beaten a couple of lengths. And here we do find her with a run under her belt against the first up mares. Um, and where she's a big chance of just owning the front and uh, pacing herself beautifully here. So it's, it's a hard one to line up. And she probably... Well, the market totally disrespected her and then it, it probably firmed up a little when they did probably do their maps. So, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll see where we stand with her today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's been quite a solid start by you uh, this morning, Luke, I, I must say, although we haven't got to the scratching yet. That's, oh, uh, yes. That's where you're, you're usually judged on your your, your performance uh, on a Saturday morning. I love them. Uh, I love them, Duff. We'll be the judge of that. <laughs> we, that means a lot coming for you, mate. I, I appreciate <laughs> this, that. There's that, only right? two tips. Don't bugger up the scratching. <laughs> yeah, exactly and, right. And, I know. And, now, when, do, when are we And doing? don't disagree with Munzee, all right? Oh, look, but, I've learned that the hard way. Okay, yeah. You know he was wrong for the first time in his career yesterday? No, no. He, I'm telling you. He even said, mark it down, first time ever, date and time. <laughs> oh, I was beautiful to get one over him. Uh, <laughs> when do we do the scratching, Steve? Now or? Nah, you know what? Tony Gollan's more important. Yeah, I reckon. yeah much more. We, much we better more get important. to it. And I'll do the scratching the other side of this. So, Duff, don't you go and get bacon, eggs and coffees and that one. No, oh, that's at a tender night. That's a tender way. Oh, okay. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> How are you this morning, Tony? 
Yeah, good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, we're really well, mate. Excited for a big day, and no doubt you are as well, travelling down this Magic Millions winning uh, filly skirt the law. Any reservations about travelling her, or do you think she's bomb-proof and will take it in a stride? No, she's, she's been really good. Luke, um, you always worry a little bit when you take them away for the first time, particularly these young fillies, but she's been spot on. She's a very relaxed filly. Duffy would have saw that up at the Gold Coast. And yeah. That's how she's been down here. She's just settled in beautifully. She looks exactly like she did when we put her on the truck to come down on Wednesday other. Okay, so all the work's been done at home. She just gets around, gets here as a can around and a pick and and enjoy herself until, obviously, today. Yeah, exactly. So nothing left to know. It's left to dip for the first day, just looking around at a few new mates and then she ate everything since and she's very bright and well, but she's, uh, she's spot on. Yeah, well, what can we say about her? There's no real negatives um, with her attitude, her, her adaptability, uh, her gait speed, and then she can come back under underneath a jockey if she wants. She's just, she just looks the ideal two-year-old, and um, you'd obviously be confident going into today. Yeah, we are for sure. She's um, she's a lovely filly, like you said. She's pretty bomb-proof. She's got really good gait speed, and no doubt, Ryan will, will use that probably to, to get across from his. Slightly awkward draw today, and, but you're right, she backs it down really nicely for him. She, she's a relaxed filly, you can sort of do what you want. With Magic means they were always keen to park up behind what was going to be a, a better speed, but today we'll probably just roll across and someone to go past, but they can. If not, we'll be happy to be there. I suppose the only thing you've got to keep an eye on, you know, we've got a bit of jar out of this track today, not that worrisome, but just keep an eye that the fence is okay and just find the right lane if it happens to, there happens to be one, which is, I doubt, but just in case. Yeah, exactly. It's very similar to the Gold Coast. We're always keen to be in that spot, trail spot, then sort of get out to the centre where we wanted to be. So we've got five races before us today to, to work out how that track's playing, but... The track, the surface, which should be beautiful. The weather you've had this week, a good, good storm and a few showers yesterday. That track should be magic today. The weather's perfect. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there a winner in Brisbane? Or you, I see you got a couple in. You got three or four runners there. They're all somewhere in the market there. Many think you can. That your, your feelings on the meeting? I quite like the, the last horse, Tenzing, but he's just got to get a start. He still needs one more scratching yet. He's a horse from New Zealand, first up for the stable. If he doesn't win today, with luck in running, then I think the horse to follow in the future. Okay, beauty, Tone. What about Zoo style, Tony? Um, is he going to head to Melbourne? Yeah, he is. He's been down there for 10 days now. He flew down ball last week. and yeah, He's in good order. He's got the visitors draw out in 20, but he's got really good leg speed, this horse. If he steps away well, I, I can see him negating that barrier, getting across not too bad. And If he does that, he's going to run a good race. 1100 is right in his sweet spot. He's group one handicapped. He's well weighted at 55. There's a lot of emerging high horses in that race, but... He had a resilience about him last prep, a good toughness. I think I'm seeing the same thing again in the autumn. So I expect him to race well. The former around Cool and Gat is very good form. Gee, you're spread across three states today, mate. You need the teleporter. Where, where, will, uh, we, <laughs> where will we get your presence? Are you coming to Sydney? Uh, I'm in Sydney. I come down here uh, Thursday night, watch the Philly Cannon around yesterday, et cetera, et cetera. So I'm, I'm in Sydney. Beautiful, mate. We're going to have a party tonight. <laughs> What's this wee business? <laughs> Duff, you're coming. You're coming, Duff. You're inviting yourself now, are you? Oh, I'm good at that. <laughs> what about in uh, a few weeks after today? Is that uh, on the radar as well? Oh, it is. But look, I don't want to put the cart yeah, in front I'm of the sick. horse. Let's get the job done today. And If she's to do what I, what I hope she can do today because she's an exciting filly, then the three weeks for me into the slipper is, is ideal. That's why we chose this race, so... We'll get through today and we can answer any questions about, about what's, what's next after today. Yeah, leave that to us, mate, putting the cart before the horse, us media types. We're good at it. <laughs> <laughs> See you, Tone. All right, guys. Bye.
What do you say, Duff? Me, you and Gollan tonight if this Philly lobs? Uh, well, he's shouting. Um, you know, China doll? Be, be a nice... Yeah, well, we might leave it, we might leave it till Sunday because I, okay. I'm not a bit of a... I'm not a real good Saturday night player. <laughs> Understand. Understand. <laughs> These days. Well, mate, um, I've got a live read to uh, to read out, and then we'll oh, do those. Another test. Yeah, another yeah. test, I know. Um, do we do they, do they invoice extra for this, uh, Hainsey, when he does the well, live reads? Well, all, all, depends, all depends who you're reading for, personally. <laughs> <laughs> this is TRL. TK, I'll send him a bill. Oh, well, you'll get a jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do the scratchings other side. But the Racing League is delivering on their promise of more runners, more winners, and more thrills. Amazingly, the previous Saturday, TRL had three Metro runners for three winners taking their tally to 25 wins at an incredible strike rate of 24%. To celebrate, it's TRL's shout. Until close of business Monday, TRL is removing their $260 joining fee for 25 people. Own your share in a seven-horse racing team for just $20 a month. Simply go to trl.net to join the winning team now. That's trl.net. Conditions apply. TRL AF... Oh, geez, That tripped me up. TRL AFSL licence... Two two one three six seven one. What's that? A bit of Morse code. Take a break. Sky Sports Radio. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Betfix Todd's on races one to six at Randwick, Sandown, and Doomben. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on eighteen races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. First online fixed odds, win bet only. T's and C's at website, gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. HQ Insurance have exclusively teamed up with the world's leading insurance brand in Berkshire Hathaway to offer their clients more options, including reimbursement for post-mortem costs. Be sure, insure with HQ. Unleash your racing side at the Agency Randwick Guineas Day. Enjoy quality Group 1 racing as the best three-year-olds battle it out in the lead-up to the Sydney Autumn Carnival. Saturday, March 4, Royal Randwick. Tickets from $17. Book now at theracers.com.au. The Polytrack Provincial Midway Championships action heats up at Hawkesbury Saturday, March 4. With $150,000 up for grabs in the qualifier, this exciting event is sure to attract the best provincial and midway horses. Enjoy a cool drink or a hot meal in our climate-controlled bars with ample tap facilities, plus plenty of screens to catch all the live racing action from around the country on Sky Racing. Gates open 11.30am. Visit hawkesburyraceclub.com.au for details. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. Racing on tap, download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help, 1-800-858-858. Yeah, good morning, everyone. 7.40, great to have your company. Luke Marlow and Ron Duffercy with you this morning. I'll say good morning to you again, Duff. And we spoke about Purton uh, earlier on the program. Have you seen the latest? No, is there, is there breaking news, is there? A bit of breaking news on Twitter. Stewards have opened an inquiry, or they've conducted an inquiry. The short of it is he's been fined 150000 
for his comments. Well, uh, it might stop Sunday lunch, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, well, you've got to show he's a new steward in town and he, we know he's a tough steward and a very, very good steward, Mark, Mark Van Gestel, and he he did have to respond to that personally. Uh, it was a little bit of disrespect and I'm a big fan of Zach. Yep. Um, but, uh, you know, you can't let, you know, jockeys tell you how to do your job. And looking at the suspension was probably worth, you know, what he got a couple of one or two meetings. So... Mm. Um, Yep, he's got a job to do, and you've got to do the job properly, and I think it's a, yeah, it's a show of strength. And I think it raised a few eyebrows too, Duff. If any of our listeners didn't didn't catch the comments, Zach was pretty strong on his views um, about the strictness uh, of the stewarding under Mark Van Gestel since he's taken the reins, but Mark's there to do his job, and um, it certainly made a few of us think, gee, imagine if that was said in Australia, but um, they've, they've answered and yeah, they haven't missed Zach. That's a big fine. That'd be one of the biggest ever for a, for a jockey, I would have thought. Yeah, but, uh, you know, it's Hong Kong dollars, you know. What's the, what's the rate at the moment? It, uh, it, it sounds a lot when you're talking, 150000 but, uh, yeah, it's, um, uh, it's, a, it's, it's just... Um, he, may, he went overboard. He's got to pay the price, and you know they were, he, he, he's under pressure because when Maria left, you know everyone's saying, um, you know he's a certain to ride, you know break the record, and he's you know this is Zach's town, and I heard the, the, the reporters, you know you're now in Zach's town, and it's all pressure, pressure, pressure. Like he's going to ride seven and eight winners every day. So mm. I think Purton's under more pressure than what he's ever been with Maria not in town and Bowman arriving because he won't get into Mm, no doubt about it, mate. Uh, let's uh, give you an update on the first uh, interim scratchings for Royal Randwick today. There are 21 at the moment. And in race one, number eight, Sabrenko is out. 13, Nikki Song. 15, Esteemed Lady. 16, Ningaloo Star. 18, Twice as Special. 19, Procrastinator. And 20, Oxford Vision. Race one at Royal Randwick. The scratchings are as follows. Eight, 13, 15, 16, 18, 19, and 20. Race number two, scratch six, Seiko, and eight, all I wish for. That's six and eight out of race number two. Race three, number 12, Y mark, 12. Race four, put a line through Athabascan, 17, Chateau Park, two and 17 out of race four. Race five, number six, Espiona, six. Race six, number 11, Smashing Dancer, number 11. Race seven and eight are both clear of any scratchings. Race nine, number eight, Norwegian Bliss. She's running in an earlier race, number eight out of race nine. Then we go to race 10, scratch two, Kalino. Three, Easy Single. Five, Munitions. 11, Destination. 14, Sacrimony. And 15, super helpful. That's 2, 3, 5, 11, 14 and 15 out of race number 10 at Royal Randwick. And a late rider in race 1, number 17, Nick Tock. That is Brett Preble. Pleased to say that David Eustace has been good enough to give us some time this morning on Racing HQ. He's with us on the phone now. Morning, David. Morning, Luke. How are you? Very well, mate. You're with myself and Ron Duffersey this morning. How's the start to your Ron, day been? Good morning. Uh, start the day's... Been okay. I'm just about to board a plane to Sydney, so if it does cut out, my apologies. But uh, I'll see you up there. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll keep it short, David. We know you're a busy man. Um, 
Obviously, you got these um, four stayers in race four. Glory Days is the looks the most fancied of the four here. Yeah, definitely. He looks you know, a nice progressive horse. Um, hopefully, sort of on the Sydney Cup path. Like think he's in front of the handicapper at this stage, so um, he'd be the best of the four. The other three, two are kicking off. Labau and Alakahan. Um We'll need the run and secret glamour. You never quite know what she plans to do. What What about this filly in race seven here? This ruthless dame. Uh, well, at least she's got different form, and the form around obviously her first up run was excellent. Yeah, well, that, that absolutely. You know, the key for us is. Um, she does bring a different form line in. Um, you know, in secret, looks very hard to beat, uh, undoubtedly. But you know, she performed well against two very good colts um, the other day, and she hadn't ran for a year. So she's come on. Um, Trials very good. Um, I thought she was yeah, a very backable prize. Yeah, for sure. And Sonora was very dominant in easier grade last time. Obviously, the. Uh, the point here is that she gets in with a feather weight up in class. Yeah, exactly. Um, she's just the mare in form, um, and as you say, drops in weight, so um, still really appreciate not having much on her back. And um, of, you know, back to twelve would be a would be a slight negative, but um, we kept the nice and fresh. Everything goes well. Okay. Um, Melbourne, can you single out? It's obviously a big, big day at Sandown today, and you, you, you've got some lovely horses there. Um, can you single one or two out that um, that you probably thought uh, might be hard to beat? I think the guy, yeah, the guy on me goes into the OT plate, good weight, well on the up. Um, you know, there's naturally a lot of horses down that race that can win, but um, she's spot on. And, um, I know I thought we were going to tight in the team for young. Um, she goes into a really a fit horse. Um, you know, she, she had a pretty hard campaign and her had a freshen up. And um, she lost half ground. I thought she was a great chance. Okay. Steel City did done well. Uh, she looks well placed in the Blue Diamond. Obviously a hard race, but got form lines. Yeah, good form. And... Um, Blinkers go on. Blake's had a couple of sits on her, and has been very happy with her work. So, um, yeah, we're we're really looking forward to that. Okay, beauty. All right, we'll see you today. Okay, cheers, Matt. Thanks. Fly safe, David. I really appreciate your time, mate. Um, on a busy morning, Duff. Um, gee, they're a juggernaut, aren't they? Uh, Eustace and Mar. It's uh, just become a massive operation. Has it? What? Uh, you go through that Racing Australia numbers oh. of nominations. There, you can you can you get arthritis. Like scrolling, you get arthritis. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, he seems to have a lot more horses in Sydney these days. I find interesting, mm. um, or maybe. It's that time of year where he's probably got the numbers here all the time, but I think it was mainly the two-year-olds educating the two-year-olds and seeing where they're going here or there. But he's got a lot of his older horses here now. Obviously, it's carnival time, and I think he's spending a lot more time here in his own right. But, uh, yeah, they're a big juggernaut, aren't they? They're, they're a big stable, and uh, they manage it so well. And, uh, yeah, it, it's a amazing job. They do an amazing job. Oh, they sure do. Um, what did you do with Glory Days in that uh, 2,000-metre race, race four at Randwick? 
the tempo worried me a little bit with him. There's another race there where we're looking at maps and they're all important um, on race day. I think we, we all agree with that. But I, I, look, he might bolt in. Yeah, but this race is just a head scratcher as far as they're all imports. They're all imports we hardly got a lot, a lot we haven't got a line on. And... And you heard David say then, you know, we think he's a Sydney Cup horse, glory day. So, and we're in a race here where I can't find a leader. I think maybe Tazarel can get control if he wanted it. But who, who's who got the best dash about of these these stayers? I'm not sure. It's a, one of the harder races of the day, I, I, I have to concede. But mm. uh, he, he might blow him away. Like, he's, he, he's the... The best credential as far as the races he's running. He's running Epsom derbies, Irish derbies and whatever. So, yeah, I think we'll learn more about him today. 7.49, Sky Sports Radio. Luke Marlowe, Ron Duffersey with you. Very pleased to say that Hugh Bowman is our next guest on this morning's show. Huey, good morning to you. Luke, good morning. Mate, welcome good morning. back. How are you? Mate, welcome back. Uh, we're very, very well. Um, Great to have you back in Sydney riding today and just give us a little bit of a, a take on how you're finding Hong Kong thus far. Well, obviously it's going well and uh, the family, Christine and the kids are settled in well, which is the main thing for me really. And yeah, I mean, the results have been far better than anyone could have expected, especially myself. And it, um, yeah, it's been like a duck to water really, so... We did extend our original three-month contract, which was due to finish a fortnight ago, and we've agreed to stay at, um, agreed with the club uh, to stay to the end of the season, and yeah, looking forward to what lies ahead. Yeah, it's all important, you, and the way of life. Obviously, you've got to handle the way of life, and the most important thing is your family handles the way of life over there to, to really exceed. So, obviously, you're happy with the way that's going. Um, you're a little bit off colour Wednesday. You're okay now? Yeah, I'm fine now. I just seem to have some sort of viral infection which just took the wind out of my sails. and I, I, I was a bit flat and I thought I'll be right. And then when I started to waste, to lose weight to ride, it just, yeah, I, I couldn't do it. So I, I rang the club and I went and saw a doctor and I was at sixes and sevens whether I boarded a plane Thursday night. And yeah. Just rested up, and yeah, I was satisfied by first afternoon that it, you know I wasn't a hundred percent, but I was satisfied I'd be right. And funnily enough, when I landed here yesterday morning, I was fantastic. So um, yeah, I'm looking forward to today being back at Randwick and uh, riding, you know, a couple of group ones. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and obviously looking for the big hundred, so that'll be a celebration if you can get there. And uh, your group one rides are well in secret. Uh, she's an outstanding filly with a great record. Yeah, she is. Um, ultra consistent. She's won at the top level. She was superb winning last start, and I can only see her going better today. So whether that's good enough to get the job done or not, we'll wait and see. But excited to be back riding for the Godolphin team and 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 her. I think I rode her at Scone last year, and she was dominant there, and she's taken all before us each. Be aware of the little habit um, in the barrier trial and the runs the other day that she's been a little little slow into stride. I am aware of that. So I'll be doing my best to, to, to negate that. But ultimately, she's the one that's got to do the jumping, not me. 
and I'll do the best I can to jump on terms or, or better. Yep. Um, Moanga in the Chippy Norton. What a race this has been to you. If you won seven of the past 12 on three horses, Wing Shootout and Dan Lee, so it's been a great race for you. It certainly has, and amongst others, but yeah, if I could win an eight, it'd be just unreal. I think Moanga can do it. Obviously, I've got a very healthy respect for the favourite, and you know, he's a wonderful horse, but Malunga's a good horse too. I think his form is excellent. Uh, I loved his run the other day. Mm. And I don't mind the barrier, actually. So we'll wait and see. Okay. I won't run through all of them because you're probably a little bit out of touch with the form and on a few of these horses. Is there anything uh, what's of your, of your other rides? Anything you really looking forward to uh, well, you think they're going to show up here today? I, I like this horse of Chris Leesus, Almonia. Yep. Yep. I rode him I rode him his first start he, when he arrived and he, it was a hell of a run. Funnily enough, Chris said to me, just watch him first up, he'll go really well. He's had quite a while off and he, he was good again. So, with a couple of runs under his belt, <clears throat> barrier two, I, he could go really well and also, Andrew Forsman's horse in the fifth, Mustang Valley. Okay. Interesting race, but um, <clears throat> oh, she, she could go well. Okay. Um, is there anything locked in as far as what re- meetings you're riding at at the championship yet? There is. I am riding at Randwick Championship Stage 1 and 2. 1 and 2, um, yep. Uh, I've been granted leave from the club come home that week of Easter, the kids have school holidays and we have a few things we have to organise since making the decision to stay longer so we'll be here for those two days definitely and I'll certainly make myself available to come sleep a day but that's subject to opportunity Okay I'll be happy to house sit if you need a house sitter so there's no worries there, don't worry about anything there, everything will be looked after quite well Good luck today. How are you getting on with Zach? Is, how are you getting on with Zach? Is he looking after you? He's been good. Yeah, okay. very welcoming. Uh, been good to see. Might have just lost you, are you there? Yeah. Um, maybe Zach's acting. Oh, he's back, he's back. Sorry, mate, we just lost you. Can you just repeat no, just that? No, I was saying, Zach and Nicole, I think it was nice for them to see some fresh faces. Yeah. I think it was very hard for them. Well, it was hard for everyone through COVID, but... You know, one thing I have noticed since arriving in Hong Kong that the guys over there, you know, they really were in a pretty strict lockdown and for a long time. So, you know, things are opening up now and, yeah, it's good to catch up with them again. Very well said, mate. And uh, Duff touched on the fact um, you, you might not be up to date with the Australian form. How are you finding that balance? Are you keeping an eye on things over here, particularly being carnival time, or are you just trying to engross yourself in the Hong Kong racing? Oh, look, yeah, I'm really just trying to get my head around Hong Kong at the moment. I mean, although it's only two meetings a week, it's a pretty busy lifestyle and it never ends. And so I'm not waking up first thing in the morning looking at the results, but I'm certainly keeping my my ear to the ground. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, Australia's home, of course, and and the, the horses are great and... You know, I, I love the racing, so I am I, I am over the top of it, but I'm not, you know, I'm not 
waiting on the edge of my chair to watch the, every race. Mm. And one more before you go. Be, uh, we keep forgetting there's a huge day in Hong Kong tomorrow that you've got to get home for. Yeah, the Classic Cup, so the final lead-up to the Hong Kong Derby, which will be running well, the day after the Golden Slipper. I ride a horse called Sword Point, who used to be with Chris Swaller, and um, I won on him two starts ago. He, he didn't do much in the in the Classic Mile, but I, I think he'd be more suited up to the 1800, and oh, I think he could go very well. <laughs> anyway, the pitch will be more clear for a Hong Kong Derby perspective after tomorrow's race. No doubt. Mate, I know you said you're surprised how successful it's been up there, but it's no shock to us. Um, you're, you're world class and very proud of you and keep flying the flag for Australia up there and no doubt you'll uh, pick off a big race or two this carnival here as well. Yeah, it's been good to go up and get the four and you'll have a bit of a change. And, and like I said, the family has settled in well, which is most important. And, yeah, hopefully the ball keeps rolling. Good on you, mate. Good luck today. Thanks, guys. Cheers. There's Hugh Bowman on uh, Sky Sports Radio Duff and, uh, yeah, can't wait to see him out there at Randwick today. He's had plenty of big moments there. Yep, he certainly has. He's a superstar and he's just so cool. He's just so cool, isn't he? He takes everything in his stride. Mate, we'll knock over these scratchings and I'll chat to you uh, after 8 o'clock for our Randwick preview. No worries, Luke. Joining uh, Ron Duffercy and myself will be uh, the great Glenn Munsey and Brad Gray as well for our preview of Sydney Racing at around 8.05 this morning. Prior to that, we'll have uh, Steve Ralton joining us for the Stewards segment to give you an update on Ramick. But uh, right now, we will do all of our scratchings. The meetings will cover uh, Ramwick, Newcastle, Albury, Sandown, Doombin and Morfordville. We start at Randwick for the big day. Chipping Norton Stakes Day, only one more scratching outside of what we gave you for the interim set at around 7.30. There are 22 total. Race 1, number 8, Sabrenko. 13, Nikki's Song. 15, Esteemed Lady. 16, Ningaloo Star. 18, Twice as Special. 19, Procrastinator. And 20, Oxford Vision. 8, 13, 15, 16, 18, 19, and 20. Race 2, scratch 6, Seiko. 8, all I wish for. That's 6 and 8. Race 3, put a line through number 12, Y mark, number 12. Race 4, scratch 2, Athabaskan. 16, Mon Felicity. 17, Chateau Park. That's 2, 16, and 17. Race five, number six, Espiona, six. Race six at Randwick, scratch 11, Smashing Dancer, number 11. Races seven and eight are clear. Race nine, scratch number eight, Norwegian Bliss, number eight. From race 10, scratch two, Kalino, three, Easy Single, five, Munitions, 12, Destination, 14, Sacrimony, and 15, Super Helpful. That's 2, 3, 5, 11, 14, and 15. Those are your scratchings for Royal Randwick. We stay in New South Wales today. The provincial meeting is at Newcastle. There are 33 scratchings. The track today is a soft 5 and the rail 11 metres. By the way, Randwick is a five today as well with the rail out three metres. Newcastle, race one, scratch number five, breadcrumbs, number five. 
Race two, one, Big Demeanour. Five, Legolas. Uh, sorry, I should say three, Legolas. But five is also out sparkingly. Both of those horses raced yesterday. One, three and five out of race two at Newcastle. Uh, race number two at Newcastle. Race three. You can put a line through one stone coat, five pure hydrogen, seven Maiati, and nine Desticado. That's one, five, seven, and nine. Race four, scratch number two, Valoria, three Monopoly Girl, five Zakia, seven Beatlemania, two, three, five, and seven out of race number four. Race 5, scratch number 7, Spanish Way, 11, True Blue, 13, Mike, and 14, Hoku. 7, 11, 13, 14 out of race number 5. Race 6, scratch 3, Vucetich, 7, Diarco, 12, The Carpetbagger, 13, Media Man, 14, Avebury, and 15, Estelette. 3, 7, 12, 13, 14 and 15 out of race number 6. Race 7, scratch 5, Bean Vane. 6, Promise the Moon. 13, Judgment Day. 14, All the Hills. 15, Roman Moon. That's 5, 6, 13, 14 and 15 out of race number 7. Race 8, scratch 1, Shiller Bay. 10, Miss Kono. 12, Divine OK, 14, in a Step, 15, No Statement, and 16, Pointer. That's 1, 10, 12, 14, 15, and 16 out of race number 8. Those are your scratchings for Newcastle today. We move to Albury. It is Country Championships Qualifier Day, and actually, just before I go there, I've just seen a, uh, a tweet from Racing New South Wales stewards, a late scratching at uh, Newcastle race eight supers come out at eight a.m. on Vets Advice. So I'll just uh, load those up again and give you what number super is. It's number eleven. So that's a late scratching. Um, I don't think it's displaying there on our graphic. If you're looking uh, at Sky Thoroughbred Central and viewing our program that way, but I can tell you that that's just been tweeted by Racing New South Wales stewards. Super race eight number eleven is out there at Newcastle. So now we go to Albury, and there are 14 scratchings for Country Championship Qualifier Day. Race one, you can put a line through number nine, Sunkiss, number nine, on a good four. Race two at Albury, scratch number six, Sizzle on the Bridge, number six. Race three, scratch number one, Gobbo's Mate, number one. And also 13, Nutbush Ambush. So that's 1 and 13 out of race number 3 there at Albury. Race 4, scratch number 4, Snapbook. And 7, Decker. That's 4 and 7 out of race number 4. Race 5 is clear. Race number 6, scratch 3, Greek Tycoon. 9, Toronto Rain. And 12, Fox Appeal. Three, nine, twelve out of race number six. Race, thre- race seven, number five is out, Flying Sultan. Eighteen, Prophet's Daughter. Nineteen, November Falls. That's five, eighteen and nineteen. 
Race 8 at Albury, scratch number 8, Cremosa. And 9, My Bold Boy, 8 and 9, out of race number 8 there at Albury. Let's go to Victoria now, racing at Sandown today. It is Blue Diamond Stakes Day. There are 13 scratchings for the meeting on a good four track. And the rail true. Race 1, scratch 7, Stars of Carom. Number 7. In race 2, you can put a line through 5, Wave Rider Boy. Race 2, number 5. In race 3, scratch 2, Larkspur Run. Number 2. Race 4 is clear. Race 5, scratch number 9, Artzino, number 9. Out of race 6, scratch 5, no compromise, number 5. Race 7, put a line through 14, Cigar Flick, and 18, Beauty Rising, 14 and 18, out of race number 7. Race 8, scratch 4, Laws of Indices, and 7, Mr Mozart, that's 4 and 7, out of race number eight. Race nine, scratch two, Lombardo. 18, Oxley Road. 19, Triple Missile. 20, Bless Her. Two, 18, 19 and 20. Out of race number nine. Those are the scratchings for Sandown today. Up to Queensland now and a look at Brisbane racing today at Doombin and here's a look at the 27 scratchings for the meeting. Track is a good four, rail out three metres the entire. Race uh, one, clear. Race two, scratch five, relucent. Seven, Chateau Park. Race two, five and seven. Race three, scratch 12, Kokopo Kitty, number 12. Race four, scratch eight, Shah of Goma, number eight. Race five, it's two, Rathlin, and 11, Rose of Dewporth. That's two and 11 out of race number five. Race six, scratch four, Hodson. Five, Oriental Runner. Seven, Iring. 12, Sylvan. 18, All Stars. That's four, five, seven, 12, and 18 out of race six. Race seven, scratch number one, Dr. Why Not, two, Boom Spender, three, Classy JB, and ten, Illusionist. That's one, two, three, and ten out of race number seven. Race eight, scratch five, Stormy Rock, twelve, three, Stripes, fifteen, Sabalenka, sixteen, Deep Romance, seventeen, Port Morant, 21 Maxi Tap and 22 Skilled Artist. That's 5, 12, 15, 16, 17, 21 and 22 out of race number 8 at Doombin. And race 9, scratch 1, Stamp. 5 Last Chance, 14 Bar None, 16 Lord Markle and 21 Bluff and Bluster. That's 1, 5, 14, 16 and 21 out of race 9. Those are the Doombin scratchings. Uh, let's go to Adelaide now, Morfittville. 15 scratchings. Race one, scratch three. Our Destria and seven. Anne Francais, three and seven out of race one. Race two, put a line through number eight, Wonder Woman, eight. Race three at Morfittville. 
Scratch 12, Sweet Marlene and 13, Who's Afraid, 12 and 13. Race 4, Scratch 9, Tasuma, 9. Race 5, number 4, Fox Door, number 4. Race 6, 12, Lil Piper, 12. Race 7, Scratch 4, Super Thief, 6, Mr Machini, 11, Bubble Over, 4, 6, 11 and 10, out of race 7. Race 8, Scratch number 10, Taramansaw, number 10. And race 9, Scratch 4, Hassle Free, 10, 6 foot 1, 14, Tavi Cat, that's 4, 10 and 14 out of race 9 at Morfordville. Soft 5, rail out 8 metres from the 1200 to the winning post, 4 metres the remainder. Ahead on Racing HQ, we'll get Steve Ralton up for the stewards segment and then the Randwick preview. Brad Gray, Ron Duffersey, Glenn Munsey and following that at around 9 o'clock, Mark Hunter will preview Sandown today. Behind the gates is at around 10 past 10 Eastern on Sky Sports Radio. Just can't beat the racing action in the top end. With 38 meetings a year, the action never stops. And for the very best show on sand, Darwin Racing is tops in the top end. Territory Racing, be part of it. At Drummond Golf, we understand your passion. Nice roll. And that's because every Drummond Golf store is owned and run by a local who loves the game as much as you do. Yeah, it's come off the face really well. Someone who knows where you play and what you need. Oh, yeah. Looking good. With Australia's biggest range and expert knowledge. Great. Now let's try that putter with this grip. So if you want to improve your game, see your local expert at Drummond Golf. Unleash your racing side at the Agency Randwick Guineas Day. Enjoy quality Group 1 racing as the best three-year-olds battle it out in the lead-up to the Sydney Autumn Carnival. Saturday, March 4, Royal Randwick. Tickets from $17. Book now at theracers.com.au. Get more on tap at your local with the Tab app. Share every race with your mates live. Plus exclusive in-venue markets and offers. And a bit of this. Go, go. This too. This, go you good thing, and inevitably, this. For exclusive markets and offers on tap, use venue mode at your local on the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help 1-800-858-858. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand with a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. HQ, brought to you by Darwin Racing, the best show on sand. Steve Ralton joins me now for a uh, talk about Randwick uh, from the Racing New South Wales Stewards Panel. Morning, Steve. You got me there, Steve? Yes. Morning to yes. you, mate. Yeah, good morning, Luke. What's, uh, to, uh, what have you got to tell us for Randwick today? A um, bit light on. Race one, number 11, Bartoselli. Uh, First up at Randwick um, on the 11th of February, began awkwardly, got crowded up at the start. Um, and then when they, uh, Reese Jones tried to tuck in for cover, the horse raced particularly uh, keenly and then got exposed very wide round the bend. And moreover, the horse was found to be two out of five lame in the off four leg after the race. So um, that might uh, sort of lead that the horse uh, 
didn't have all the advantages that day. And then uh, race four, number six, Bold Mac. Uh, we questioned James McDonald last start. The horse appeared disappointing on face value. Said he was uh, required to probably settle a bit further back than was intended. And then the horse laid in and proved a bit difficult to ride out in the straight, um, beaten less than three lengths. And just one other to mention, Luke, Blanc de Blanc uh, in race six, we've released, uh, approved earlier in the week, uh, earplugs to be used on the Philly pre-race. But uh, stewards have acceded to a request from Mr Friedman to revert back to the earmuffs. He was a bit concerned that she wouldn't accept the earplugs uh, in the parade. So uh, we've allowed them to use the earmuffs to try and uh, keep her as calm as possible. Understand, yeah, because she got very hot pre-race uh, last start. That's important information, Steve, for our listeners. Appreciate your time this morning. Good luck. Big day out there. Yeah, thanks, Luke. Good on you, mate. Uh, Steve Ralton joining us there from the Racing New South Wales Stewards panel. Let's welcome in our panel now for the Randwick preview. I'll say good morning to Brad Gray, firstly, on the quick backup from Canterbury last uh, night. Mate, this is exciting, though, isn't it? Chipping Norton Stakes Day, big day out there at Randwick. Yeah, absolutely. Good morning, Luke, guys, and all the listeners. I'll tell you what, those scratchings, you nailed them. I've never felt Thank so you. relaxed. It was almost like a cathartic experience. So. I've been uh, known to sort of have that hypnotic effect, uh, just putting people to sleep on air from time to time, so I might have achieved that again, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, but looking at the meeting last week, it was a bit of a bloodbath for punters, wasn't it? It looked at a meeting there on paper at least where perhaps A had beat B, C and D, but it didn't turn out that way. Uh, plenty of shorties were rolled. So how did today play out? Well, $1.65 for Animo. He's, of course, got to repel the Chris Waller army, and Chris has won an incredible 10 of the past 12, Chipping Norton. So there are some star power on display today, no doubt in the world. Keen to get a look at this highway favourite as well, Mogo Magic. Don't overlook him. He looks to be a little rocket. So fascinating right across the day today. Definitely. Um, your approval means a lot about the scratchings, Brad, but I really need duffs. Um, how do I go, Duff? Um, well, you've got about five minutes to make up. There's just yes, a, little, late, I know. a little memo second there you could save along the way. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we'll we'll work on it. Well, not a bad start. Relaxing, relaxing though. Very relaxing. Come in, Muns. Morning, great man. Oh, good morning, Luke. Good morning, Ron, Brad and listeners. Yes, there was a mid-race slowdown there, Luke, yes. and uh, made it a little <laughs> bit difficult for those, yeah. uh, those back in the field. I know a lot of people don't like that mid-race slowdown, and... Um, but, you know, you're, you're running new at this, and uh, uh, I, I think it you know, was apt that you described yourself being able to put people to sleep, um, you know, doing the scratchings. You'd be able to do it in life uh, when you've got them, you know, out and about as well. So, Come uh, on. You know, you know if he's going to cop it, Ronnie's got to yeah. cop it early because, um, you know, he's a new man in town, and the only way to get the new man in town comfortable is to throw him straight in the deep end, and uh, that's what we've done here today. But, you know, you're handling it all right at the moment, Luke, and, uh, uh, you know, you can only improve. I love it, Munns. If you weren't spraying me, um, I, I would, I'd feel uncomfortable, to be honest. And Duff, can you just text me HR's number? Let's get into this meeting. <laughs> don't, don't worry. It's Look, on speed um, dial. <laughs> it's, it's on speed dial here. You just hash something number and away it goes. Exactly. So because I'm late, Munns, um, let's roll into this meeting and uh, kick it off with the midway. We've got 10 of the best to get through at Royal Randwick today. 
Yeah, on a ripper day, on a soft five, a little bit uh, softer than the previous meeting there. Uh, today's Peno 5.43, it was 5.26 at the last meeting. Uh, the last meeting's going stick was 9.8 this year of 12. We're 9.6 and 12. So just that little bit more give in the track today than the previous meeting. But let's go here in the first. We've got Dalalat uh, was passed in at the, the sales, uh, 15% of it. Uh, the English during the week, it's the $3.50 favourite in the first year. Don't worry about those prices on the tell. Um, I'll give you the up-to-date ones. Three fifty, Dalalat, our favourite. Espresso is a five dollar fifty chance. Mabel is at six dollars. Then we go to depth that varies at twenty six dollars. Invincible Kiss at forty one dollars. Cattersby at forty one dollars. Lancaster Bomber is a twelve dollar chance. Sabrenko, yes, it did run last night. No deduction taken for it. Prince Invincible at forty one. Mayrose is a ten dollar chance. Bartoselli is at ten. Flower Press is a $12 pop. Nikki Song is out, no deduction. Super Bright at $13. Esteemed Lady out, no deduction. Ningaloo Star out, ran last night and won, no deduction there. Nick Tock, pads on the front today. Brett Pebble, your rider, at $34. Twice as special out, nearly got the custard last night, no deduction. Procrastinator out, four cents a win and five cents a place. Oxford Vision out, four cents a win and four cents a place. Most popular runner here is the toppy in Dalalat. As short as three. 340 this morning, back out to 350, has more than double the investment on its nearest rival, which is Expresso. Third pick is May Rose, fourth pick is Lancaster Bomber, who's got a little trim today, 13 into 12. Yeah, we've lost a few speed horses. However, uh, there's still enough on paper here to create a pretty genuine tempo. So I'd expect Prince Invincible to be stamped urgent from the outside gate there. Spear across, maybe take up the running. Flower Press punches up barrier one. Nick Tock not far away. Espresso looks to get a lovely spot here. And the same can be said for Cattersby and Bartoselli Duff. Yeah, it's well documented. They're not easy races to back a winner in. Uh, I've gone looking for value here in May Rose. Uh, she's had her two trials, uh, the, the latest last Monday, where she hit the line well. She's got some nice fresh form, and I'm convinced she's got a winning chance hitting the line hard late here. I think Bartoselli's a real knockout horse as well. I think Steve Railton explained he's run very well um, before. Uh, just nothing went right after, just a little slow and over-raced, wide no cover, knocked up the last little bit. He's a big, big improvement today. Uh, Espresso, um, I think, is ready to win a race like this. I like him back to 1100. Been watching this Benno Dallasayette. I think he rides really well. If he, he, I think he'll seize any opportunity he gets, and he gets an opportunity today. And La Lancaster Bomber, it's only been 742 days, but this is his race to run really. He can't do anything bar run well in, and um, Richard sounds very happy with him, and the stable is on fire. Two bolters that could run well, both for the start, the old boys, Cattersby and Nick Tock. This is a style of race they could run well in, but hard to tip. 10, 11, 2 and 7. Yeah, I've gone 1, 10, 2 and 7 here. Dalalat, uh, the C's did part there for him at the right time the last time we saw at the races. He's got his dues and I love the way that he put the field away. So a little freshen up suits, nice little tick over trial. If there's one reservation, it is the 1100 metres. Uh, be much more comfortable 1200 metres, but good speed, low draw. He should be able to park up midfield and if he gets the brace again, he's going to be very hard to hold out. I've found at Mayrose as well. He's a, she's another dangerous closer, typically comes to hand. 
uh, pretty far. She has fired first up in the past there and she's trolled nicely ahead of her return to Espresso. I think he sets up well to turn the tables on Maybell, uh, which is half the, the puzzle here because that does look at a key form reference. He's going to get the right run just in behind the speed and I do like him out to 1100 metres and Lancaster Bomber, the best of the rest. So 1, 10, 2 and 7. Just a little knock in terms of Mabel. I think there's probably a few punters out there saying, well, why is it hit in the numbers? Just whether she's a better fresh horse and whether she's more effective over a thousand metres, but no doubt in the world she was dynamic there last start. One ten, two and seven. That's race number one at Randwick. Race number two, the Tab Highway. What's the hold like on this favourite? Muns, Mogo, Magic. Uh, well, Luke, um, we spoke of this about Thursday night. As at Thursday night when we did form line, Mogo Magic was holding more individually than any other race on the program was holding in total. Uh, and it has continued to be very, very popular. Some of the races today, Mogo Magic is holding double what we're holding on that particular race. So this is the Tab Highway, uh, race number two. And we start with number one here, Debussy, which is probably named after Claude Debussy, uh, the French composer. Uh, who is an $18 chance. Iron Will at $4.20. Dollar Magic, the earmuffs pre-race go on, the wink has come off, and it's a $14 chance. Mogo Magic, our favourite, don't see this very often, odds on in a highway at $1.80. Greaves is a $26 chance. We've got Seiko, a scratching, one cent the win and nothing the place. Lethal Lady at $41. All I wish for, out, no deduction. Absolute Legend, the earmuffs pre-race only, it is a $34 chance. Desi Girl at $126. Sumptuary at $7. Ultra Girl, a $26 chance. Lanks is at $101. And Whispering Kate is at $201. Well, as I said, very, very popular. Um, about a third of the total investment has come for it since it got into $1.80 after it opened $2.25 on Wednesday. Uh, second pick in the race is Iron Will, and third pick in the race is Sumptuary. Yeah, so we've got Mogo Magic drawn a little bit wide here, but underneath him, uh, there doesn't look to be a natural leader, so I do think he spears across. Outside of that, you've got Iron Will, uh, likes to spear forward, and the same can be said for Absolute Legend, but they've drawn to the outside of Mogo Magic, so maybe Absolute Legend presses on with it, but yeah, I think all being equal, there is some hope there that Mogo Magic just finds the front and, and runs them into the ground here, Duff. Yeah, I think it's more than likely, and that's what the market says to me, it's more than likely, $1.80. Mm. Um, yeah, it's impossible to get around. I think you'll win, and even though you get nervous taking short prices in highways, I think this is a legitimate one. Uh, he's a real runner, and his trials suggest he's in order. I had a little doubt with him a month between trials, thinking he had a setback, and he was scratched recently, I think, as well, but that was put to bed this morning by Scott, so I'm comfortable all boxes are ticked. Iron Will's his danger. If, he, if there is one, I think back to a 1,000 suits him. McDonald takes over. Sumtree has X-Factor. We don't know how good he is. He, he's trailed since that win. And he's a well-bred three-year-old. And Dollar Magic's the best of the horses at double figures. He's a city maiden winner in the past. Liked his recent trial. Picks himself for 2 11 and 3. He sure does. 4, 2, 11 and 9 for me. Uh, 2 from 2. He's won by huge spaces. The way he's trialled most recently suggests that he can potentially go to another level again. So he should be winning and justifying the short quote. 2, Iron Will. I do like him coming back to 1,000 metres. He looked to have his chance there from outside the lead last start. Maybe the 1,200 metres was just a touch too far. 11, Sumptuary. 
if she can just camp behind the speeder and these leaders are tiptoeing late, she's going to be in the right spot to take advantage. And I thought absolute legend was a bit of a bolter here. It's a, it's a yucky looking map. I don't know where he gets to uh, from that gate. He's a speed horse, but on the strength of his first up win, uh, he's returned really well. 4-2, 11-9. Race three is the Skyline Stakes over 1,200 metres. Group two for the two-year-old and Shinzo Munns. I know you're a fan of this cult today. Yes, uh, Luke, and uh, currently a $15 chance in the Golden Slipper Shinzo. And the only two-year-old in this race that's rated under $51 in the Slipper. All runners, bar tabs, are in the Slipper at this stage. So uh, this is the Elite Sand and Soil Skyline here. Rush Hour uh, is an $8.50 chance. Disneck, or Rick as he's known, is an $11 chance. Corniche is at $8. Ganbere, or Ganbere, uh, the synthetic hoof filler on the off four today at $9.50. Bases loaded at seven. Extreme Spirit at 26. Make a call, a $23 pop. Shinzo, our favourite, at $2.90. Diabelli, now has blinkers on today. Trialled in blinkers recently. Huey Bowman at this stage, a half kilo over at 56 kilos at $16. Tavs is a $19 chance. Speedster at $126. Weimark a scratching. Three cents a win and two cents a place. And Sideshow is an $11 chance. Slightly more money for Sideshow here than there is for the favourite in Shinzo. And they are a very, very long way ahead of Corniche and Ganbear. All right, bases loaded looks your leader. Extreme Spirit, maybe it comes across to keep bases loaded company. Rush Hour, little query on how aggressive they are from the wide gate. And I guess the same can be said for Gumbare. So was forced back there in the English Millennium uh, with a lot of speed drawn inside. I think it's a bit different here. I'd expect uh, positive tactics in the early stages. Duff, and that leaves Shinzo just to get the trail. Yeah, I'm happy to take the 290. He looks a quality colt. He's been kept fresh since he's encouraging to boo in a, in a real race. Uh, that has to be good form for this. 1,200, got pedigree, got scope, a style. It's, it's just no real negatives for me. I think he's the better of the day. Um, the, what I'm wary of is Kaniche. He's up and running, got gate speed to position well. He's, he's good behind Barber the other day. So that's probably the second best form line here. Again, uh, Barre, nobody missed that run uh, in the Millennium. He charged from last. It'll be different today. He, he was dragged back, but who knows? He might have to take his medicine again from this barrier, but uh, we'll leave that to the camp. Who, boy, oh boy, how good is that stable going? The Waterhouse Bot Stable. And best of the rest is Tavs. Interesting horse, this. I really like what he did at Cambridge to the eye. Um, I can see this race as a big step, but he's going to be hitting the line with gusto here. Interesting, the market here, what Glenn said, with Sideshow. Um, to say that he's you know, holding equally, if not more money, than the favourite. I thought he was going much better than um, uh, the other horse in the trial, to snake. And, uh, yeah, Gerald... Well, this Gerald's two-year-olds are hard in the market. They're the first starters, they invariably run well. So a little, um, a little scary with him, I, I must say. Eight, three, four and ten. Yeah, the price has got me for Gambare here. I'm um, in his corner, four, eight, five, and six. I do concede a few things have to go right in the first couple of hundred metres, but his run there last time was fantastic, wasn't it? In the English Millennium, uh, he matched motors at least sectionally with learning to fly in those closing stages, and, and she's the current Golden Super favourite. So keen to get a look at him, particularly out to the 1,200 metres and further in time. Eight, Shinzo, he's the horse to beat. He maps beautifully here, has that depth of form line. Five bases loaded. Uh, coming through a midweeker there last start, but it was a good day 
debut, he was really strong through the line. That sets him up well here. He won't be easy to, to get past out in front. And six extreme spirit. Another horse coming through the midweek is, but I thought he did it in good style and he is a cult with a bit of upside. Four, eight, five and six. Beautiful. That's race number three, the Skyline Stakes. We move on to race number four here at Ramwick. By the way, Darren Flindell also equally keen on Shinzo. He made it a special 8, 13, 4 and 3, his numbers there in that third event. You're with Luke Marlowe, Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray, Glenn Munsey, previewing Ramwick and race four months over 2,000 metres, a benchmark 88. Yeah, the Fitzgerald Jenkins recruitment here, starting with Super Strike. Blinkers come off today and it's a $23 chance. Athabaskan is out, one cent the win and two cents a place. Alakahan, now earmuffs pre-race go on, synthetic hoof filler comes off, now with Kieran Maher and David Eustace, it's a $61 chance. First in line at $23, Labal is a 30 $1 chance. We've got Bold Mac with a tongue tie on today at $19. Glory Days favourite at $2.60. Almania is at $5. Kabosh with an offside bubble chica on at $34. Claim the Crown is a $7 pop. Knight of Power at $21. Pesto is at $34. Tazaral a $14 chance. Secret Glamour is at $10. Essential Sky at $34. Mon Felicity out, no deduction. Shadow Park out, no deduction. Uh, very well supported here. Glory Days, as much as $5 in the first markets posted on Wednesday. No individually large bets uh, on Wednesday. You know, a couple of 1500 and 2000 things like that. But a stream of smaller bets. Uh, now is a my racehorse runner and usually with those micro syndicated horses they are always very very popular but he's held his mark there he was 270 on thursday morning got to 290 uh, was 260 and around about a quarter of the money on him has come once he was 260 yesterday uh, he's about oh, seven times as popular as the second horse which is almania now was six dollars earlier this morning is now a five dollar chance third pick is Claim the crown, and fourth pick is Tazarel. Yeah, I imagine there's a few punters out there keen on Tazarel because he looks to get complete control on this map, so it is open to interpretation, and we'll just have to monitor any stewards or notices there for any change of tactics. But he looks to roll forward. You know, he looks desperate for 2,000 metres as well. As well, outside of that, maybe first in line can come across, albeit he's 2,400 metres back to 2,000 metres. But in a race devoid of speed, he could find himself outside the lead here by default off. Messy, messy race. Very hard to get confident about this. He's got relatively unknown imports, which we're working with limited form uh, through limited runs. And the, 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 just the tempo angle has just got everyone up in the air here. I'm, I'm end up tipping Almania, who doesn't look to have any case speed in saying that. I'm contradicting myself, but I like what he's done in his, especially his first run, and that was after a long, long two years off. So usually, he had that little flat in there second up, but still wasn't bad, beating less than two in a fast race. So, and I love the five weeks in a trial. I just love that and the inside draw. So I reckon he's got his foot on the till if he can be in touch here. Um, I think Tuzzarell, because of the map factor, is has to go in the numbers at the price he is because I think he can get complete control and get more of a rhythm here at 2,000 metres today, third up. Seven... Glory days, well, $2.60. It could be far up. They're saying Sydney Cup. 
Um, yeah, I, I'll watch and assess him after today at that price, but he, he, he could be the real thing. And I'll throw in claim the crown off one, one bad run, one good run. Uh, but at least it's an upward spiral there last time. He's a, a bit of a, a bit of a head case, I think. But um, hopefully they got him from that good draw. He might be able to just settle nicely on top of the speed. The other one I just keep looking and looking and looking at here is Kabosh with that inside draw. Um, he is no way in the world he's a $34 chance and uh, he'll be going in my early quaddy. 8, 13, 7 and 10, look out for number 9. We have gone 7, 8, 10 and 13, 7 glory days. He's trending the right way, isn't he? We've only seen him two times in Australia. Uh, he was fantastic on both occasions, winning the latest of those. And the best part about his race was his strength through the line. So you'd think that sets up nicely. Third up, 2,000 metres. and can maybe even park up a little bit closer in a race devoid of speed. You do see when Kirimara and David Hughes' book, James McDonald, uh, they mean business. So 8 Almania, he does look the hardest to beat. He's working his way back to full fitness. He's on the Sydney Cup path, I believe. So he was fantastic first up over the mile. Good there behind uh, or out to 2,000 metres at his second start and a nice little tick over trial since. 10 claim the crown. Would have liked to have seen Wineglass Bay frank that form by winning a little bit easier last night at Canterbury. But he, I guess he's lightly raced in his own right. And 13, Tazarel has just looked a little bit one-paced over 14, 1,600 metres. 2,000 metres will be much more to his liking. 7, 8, 10 and 13. That's race number five. We move on to the halfway stage of this bumper Randwick meeting and it is the Guy Walter proven thoroughbred stakes over the 1,400 metres. Talk us through the market, Munns. Yeah, just quickly back to that race. Glory Days, a $26 chance in the Sydney Cup. Almania, a $51 chance in the Sydney Cup. And Kabosh uh, at $51. There are a few others, but they're the, they're the main ones that uh, are being talked about in the race today. OK, let's go to the Proven Thoroughbreds Guy Walter here. Race number five on the card. Get away from that Sydney Cup market and get back to Randwick. And here we go. We've got Mustang Valley at $10. Yearning is a $10 chance. Hope in your heart. Returning from a spell today, $3.60. That price makes it favourite. Only just ahead of Mirror Vision, who's a $4 chance also resuming. Larkspur run, scratch from Melbourne, runs here at 15 Espiona, scratched here, runs in Melbourne. 14 cents a win and 13 cents a place. Norwegian Bliss, cross noseband goes on. Tongue tie goes on. It's a $5.50 chance. More profits at 9 Dynasties at this stage, James McDonald a kilo over at 55 with the nasal strip off at $9.50 and Docur is a $41 chance. Most popular runner here is Norwegian Bliss. Got a trim this morning, 6 into 5.50 with about... 20% of its total investment coming today. Uh, It's head and head with hope in your heart as the most popular runner. Third pick is Dynasties. Fourth pick is Mirror Vision. But there's money for Yearning, Mustang Valley. Put it this way. Only horse there's no money for is Docur. All right, what a race. This promises to be a trappy little one at that. So Norwegian Bliss looks to stroll across and potentially get complete control. Where do we go to thereafter? Mirror Vision at least has some tactical speed. Maybe more profits can settle a touch closer and Larks per run just punches up and probably gets the back here of the later duff. Yeah, yes, yes. Some lovely mares, but a very hard race to bet into with confidence. Uh, just at the stage of the preparation and the unknown of how they're going to adapt to tempo here and what's going to happen. So that's that's swayed me to Mirror Vision. Um, she's had a nice soft trial, kept nice and fresh for this. She's a good mare, excellent without winning last preparation, and three of the seven wins have been first up. So I'll go with that stat. To beat Hope in Your Heart, 
Love her. Uh, just look what she did last preparation, going from that benchmark 78 all the way through and running boldly in a Golden Eagle and boldly in the gong, and she won the Angst and the Tibby, so how can you knock a mare like her? Um, but just... Personally, I would have liked to see the trial a little better, but uh, she's a racehorse, that's for sure. She knows how to win. Two, yearning, needs luck as far as... Um, Unexpected tempo, likewise with dynasties. I think they're both very nice mares, but obviously the setup here mightn't suit them. Interesting Bowman this morning. Someone's told you, give him a tap on the shoulder, tipping this Mustang Valley. He wouldn't know anything about it. He thought it was one of his sneaky rides of the day, so he's obviously got a good push from the stable. It is a you know a proven Group One performer, but I did think a form looked better on the heavy tracks. But um, keep an eye on uh, that mare because she's obviously got a touch of quality. Four, three, two, and nine. I think I've gone three, four, two, and nine here. Hope in your heart on top. I think she's short enough in what it's a trappy little race. And maybe a first up record isn't flattering, uh, but it may be a little bit deceptive as well because first up last prep, she probably should have won. We know what she did thereafter. Uh, she was fantastic on a couple of group threes. And the depth of those races, she comes through the Golden Eagle and the Gong, uh, far superior to what a lot of her rivals bring in this. So two trials, uh, and she just punches up and hopefully can settle somewhere midfield and get her chance from there for mirror vision generally comes to hand uh, pretty quick fresh she's got that tactical speed which does look significant here the same can't be said for yearning dynasties as duff did already touch on but if somehow they do generate a bit of tempo they'll be the two mares flashing home at the finish three four two and nine and from Darren Flindell in that fifth race, Darren likes Mirror Vision number four to beat nine, three and seven. I'll recap his thoughts from the previous as well. He liked number one uh, in race number four, Super Strike at a price, one to beat 13, seven and 12. We told you he was keen on Shinzo in race number three, race two, the highway. Darren likes four, Mogo Magic to beat 11, two and nine. And race one, the midway, he likes one, Dalalart. Of course he likes Dalalart to beat 10, 2 and 3. Of course, a part owner in that horse. And Darren will be with us for behind the gates at around 10 past 10. Race number six, the Sweet Embrace Stakes, Group 2, 1200 and Munns. We see this Magic Millions winner skirt the law in Sydney for the first time. Yes, Luke, nothing improves a horse's ability like ownership. The, no, the Sweet Embrace, and good morning to Clifford James Clare. He gets a cheerio this time every year. Of course, the rider of Sweet Embrace in the 1967 Golden Slipper, 92 years young. Cliffy and still going strong. Righto, let's have a look here. Skirt the Law, our favourite, at $2.50. Blanc de Blanc, we just heard Steve Ralton. So the gear change is there is no gear change uh, for Blanc de Blanc. So, so the earmuffs pre-race will remain on today as they were her last start in the English Millennium, and she is a $3.60 chance. Saltaire at $21. Summer Loving is a $9 pop. Lazago, Kiwi, a half over at this stage, $9.50. Facile at $7. Empress of Wonder at $21. Divine Glory is a $51 chance. Porta Rosa at $31. One Kind at $34. Smashing Dancer outran last night, no deduction. An August Bloom is a $100. $26 pop. Very, very popular. The Queensland filly here, the unbeaten runner in Skirt the Law. Uh, as much as $3.50 all in, went up three fifty 
equal favourite with Blanc de Blanc all in Monday, was the $3 favourite in the race on Wednesday in first markets posted with Blanc de Blanc at three twenty. All it's done from that point is firm, so it's three into two fifty, and in the same point of time, Blanc de Blanc has been three twenty out to three sixty. Um, Blanc de Blanc's not even second pick. The second pick is Facile. The third pick is Summer Loving. Next pick is Blanc de Blanc, then Salter, and there's money for one kind for Alan Keogh off a win at Grafton. Uh, as much as 71, as even 41 into 34 this morning. All right, Skirt the Law looks Shalahu leader. Uh, she's a, a filly with good gate speed. Carves across for Seal, gets the dragon and probably sits outside of Skirt the Law. Divine Glory punches up, holds a good spot, and the same can be said for Solterre. Where does that leave Blanc de Blanc? There might be a spot just slotting in behind those speed horses, as there are a few fillies here that like to find their feet. But, yeah, we'll leave that up to James McDonald. Yep, I don't think there's any negatives with this favourite. Um, I think she's the one to beat. Um, the only thing that I'd worry about if we had a sweepers track, uh, which I'm just looking for negatives and I can't see that coming. Uh, clearly on top, lovely little um, tick over trial, uh, no negatives from the stable. She's a real little two year old natural and I think she's hard to beat. Blanc de Blanc, obviously, the big yard watch here. And that's the only chance of getting a better price skirt. The law of uh, Blanc de Blanc doesn't go to pieces in the yard. If she does, she's going to be shorter than 250. Uh, but she's a danger. Lazago, uh, she was far from disgraced in the millennium. I think, I suspect she still has upside. So I'm not ruling her out. And Summer Lovin will be strong late. 1254. Yes, similar numbers for me. One, two, four, five, one, skirt the law. I made her the best bet across the card. She's yet to taste defeat. Uh, she's a, a lovely feeling, isn't she? And obviously Tony Golan speaks glowingly about her, and rightly so. Two, Blanc de Blanc needs a bit of luck finding a spot from the gate, uh, but she looks the obvious threat. Four, summer loving. Can she finally jump on terms? Well, a recent trial uh, suggests that maybe she can. She's just been her own worst enemy as far as getting back in the ruck and leaving her run too late, but she was an eye-catcher in the Magic Moon. She was and Lazago. She'll be thundering home with a finish herself. One, two, four, and five. From Darren Flindell in the Sweet Embrace Stakes, two on top, Blanc de Blanc to beat four, one, and nine. Hope you're having a great start to your Saturday. You're on Racing HQ. This is Sky Sports Radio. The Quaddy Legs at Rambic, other side of this short break. Tab has racing offers on tap this Saturday. Bet fixed odds on races 1 to 6 at Randwick, Sandown and Doombin. And if you run second or third, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back for running second or third on 18 races across three tracks this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. First online fixed odds, win bet only. T's and C's at website, gamble responsibly. Call gamblers at 1-800-858-858. Get down to Canberra this March 11 to 13 for the Canberra Racing Carnival, the ideal trip away for friends, family and punters clubs with three big events in three days across the Canberra Day long weekend. Featuring the Tab Canberra Cup Calcutta on Saturday, hosted by myself, Dave Stanley and Luke Marlow. The 50th anniversary of the Black Oval Stakes on Sunday and the Tab Canberra Cup Race Day on the Monday. It's a special weekend of racing. Visit thoroughbredpark.com.au
Brad Gray here with the latest market mover, skyracing.com.au. It's the home of racing with tips and views from the leading form experts across all three racing cotton. There's breaking news and insights. Plus, catch all your favourite shows and the latest podcasts on demand wherever you are. And the best part, it's 100% free. So, get the jump on the field and head to skyracing.com.au. G'day, it's Sean Garlic here from Garlow's Pies. People often ask me, how did a footballer go from sticking his head into a scrum to making pies? Well, it goes back to when we were just so sick of getting pies that all it was was pastry and no meat. So I teamed up with my brother Nathan and we created a pie which is deliciously flaky pastry on top, a bottom which is rolled extra thin and filling which is just bursting with flavour. You can find us in Coles and Woolworths but only in the chilled meals section. If you can't see us, grab the manager and say, where are the Garlow's Pies? Because at Garlow's Pies, we're thin on pastry, we're big on meat. Brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. And HQ Insurance. Be sure, insure with HQ. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. Yeah, good morning again, everyone. Great to have your company on your Saturday Sky Sports Radio. And if you are watching us via Sky Thoroughbred Central on Foxtel, good morning to you as well. Great to have you with us. Uh, a few of my friends have been texting this morning. Uh, a lot of people heading out to Randwick today, and I think they've got a, a pretty good day weather-wise, and they've got a cracking meeting to enjoy here as well. Let's now get the thoughts of Ron Duffersey, Brad Gray, and also Glenn Munsey with these quaddy legs. And Munns, race number seven is the group. Group one surround where in secret is looking to win another group one. Yeah, sponsored by Drinkwise, which uh, Ronnie and Lucas should be doing tonight with uh, Tony Golan if he managed to uh, get on his coattails. We'll be there. Right up. In secret here, $2.20, our favourite. Fireburn, a $21 chance. Zoo Gotcha's at five. Madame Pomery at 19. She's a Belter at 19. North Star Lass at 19. Revolutionary Miss is at $26. Sunshine in Paris at 11. Cinderella Days at $21. Wolverine, Dylan Gibbons' first ride in a Group 1 race, and it's an $81 chance. Ruthless Dame is $11, a lot more love at $26, and Rosetta is at $41. Well, more than double the investment on In Secret than its nearest rival, which is Zugotcha, and there was money for Zugotcha yesterday. Uh, it has remained $5 chance all the way through, and when there was money for Zugotcha, In Secret actually went $2.15 out to $2.20, uh, about 10% of the money on it is on at the 220. Um, they're a fair way ahead of a lot more love and little between Ruthless Dame and Madame Pomery as your next picks, but uh, dominated by the two picks. Yeah, and all the intrigue around this map revolves around the two favourites. So in secret, will she jump, won't she jump? All eyes on the start. And where does Zugotcha get to from the gate? So at the top end, you've got Cinderella Days, probably takes up the running. North Star Lass comes across, keeps the company. And Sunshine in Paris gets the run of the race. But, yeah, a little bit to play out with these two favourite stuff. Yep, I think you've said it all. Um, yeah, there's, there's pros and cons about both favourites, but... Reluctantly, I've gone that way because I don't. There's just such an impossible race to read the light fingers because obviously it was run slowly, and some nice horses were eye catching runs in that. You know, some long shots were some eye catching runs in that race. So, how do we want to read it? I'll leave that for your interpretation. The only thing I want to read is she's a very good filly, who gotcha. Um, she went group two, group two, group one, bang, bang, bang. Last preparation, looking like she's going to be better at three. Um, there's no negatives other than she had missed a run. 
but she she looked very fit when I saw her in a track gallop uh, before she was nominated last time. So. I'll trust that she gets some sort of run in transit. And I don't. I just think the the she's she's too good a price not to swing that way to beat in secret. Who does need a clean start? I'm wary of the different form here, and it looks good form of ruthless dame. Um, lightly raced, untapped. Uh, got that Jack and O form, which looks pretty good. And Madame Pomery, I don't want her getting under my guard. I'm I'm, I'm hot for her next time, but. Considering what she did second up last preparation and her first up run and the way she looks, um, she's put on kilos and kilos and kilos. She's, um, she's a very good filly. 3, 1, 11 and 4, intriguing little race. Uh, I'd expect them to go a lot harder today. I think I think at 1,400 she'll be labelled, personally, I think she'll be labelled urgent today, North Star Lass. Yeah, potentially. Well, they can't go any slower than the light fingers, can they? No. Where there was just a, a sprint home at the finish, two lengths separated first to ninth. So there are a few interpretations of that race. Which filly did you want to follow from it? From it? I think uh, few would agree or disagree that In Secret, of course, was the best filly there and she won in the end. So she needs to execute right. She needs to get the start right, put herself in a spot and then quicken. But uh, there's no doubt in the world that she's, she's very good. She's very talented. We saw that in the Coolmore last campaign. We saw that in the Golden Rose. So she ticks off that 1400 beta box for Madame Pomery. I agree, Duff. Uh, she is a huge watch here and I don't want to let her get under my guard at $19. Maybe a run too soon, but on the strength of her return on the light fingers, that sets up her campaign beautifully. Seven revolutionary miss uh, well everybody saw her run there in the light fingers uh, was she flooded by a lack of tempo I don't know but she didn't get a lot of luck a lot of clear running uh, another dry track suits her and no knock at all on sunshine in Paris uh, she stepped up to the mark there last start to prove herself up to this level and I'm keen to see her out to 1400 metres so one four seven and eight leaving out to gotcha Brad yeah, I was just a little bit cautious in terms of missing that run, but there's yeah. going to be two camps with her. I don't think there's going to be a lot of grey. You're either going to say the $5 is an absolute steal, or you're going to say I might just wait uh, and have a look at her, and I'm in the latter. But certainly no knock if you want to take that price, because no doubt in the world, and she proved that last prep, that she is a weapon of a filly. So yeah, an intriguing race, an intriguing betting race, an intriguing tactical race. Yeah, no, I love the difference of opinion there, boys. And Duff, she's going to polarise today, Zoo Gotcha, because some people will be thinking... Oh, you've had that temperature, I'm scared, but some will just look at that price and say, hey, $5 to find out about a, a filly of this quality, why not? Yeah, well, she did beat uh, In Secret in the Silver Shadow first up last mm-hmm. preparation, so she knows, we know she's up to that class, uh, even though In Secret went on with a job and, and won a cool more, and she has won first up. So you, there, be, there will be different interpretations about the two fillies today, there's no doubt about it, and it's already said in concrete at $2.00. 20 and $5, but at least we got your six into five, so there is a little bit of confidence there about her as well. Yep, love it, guys. Uh, race eight is the feature today. Chipping Norton stakes the big A. He's back. He's a dollar sixty-five months, and the country's best horse steps out again. Yes, dollar uh, sixty-five. The the tab at Chipping Norton. Luke, just remember, yes, yes, they week. do pay the, the tab. Chipping yes. Norton, tab, 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 tab. Uh, right, Animo. Oh no, you, that's apart from all the urns you got on the side. Uh, Animo, one sixty-five <laughs> and favourite here. Moonga is a ten dollar chance. Knight's Order at thirty-four dollars. Wetor is at thirty-four dollars. Laws of Indices at twenty-one. Stockman is at eighty-one dollars. Arapahoe's at eighty-one. Benno, with the blinkers off today at $34. El Bodygon at $23. Montefilia at $23. Fangirl is an $8 pop and hinged at $8.50. Most popular runner on the day today, Animo. 
uh, and roughly half of what's gone on him has come in the last 24 hours since he was 170 into 165 and about a quarter of the total investment has come this morning so he's been a decent go this morning uh, Animo uh, second pick in the race would be Fangirl third pick in the race would be Huetor then Mawunga, but the firm in the last uh, 36 hours is the bottom one, Hinged. Uh, we always say that Fangirl and Hinged are tied at the hip. Fangirl was sitting there around $758. Hinge was around $1112, but she's into $850 now. All right, well, what's different from the Apollo here? Knight's Order is the obvious one. He'll get out and roll. He doesn't have a turn of foot, so at least he ensures a genuine enough clip here. Hinged uh, probably just takes a trail in behind. A Arapahoe won't be far away. And if you're looking for Animo, dare I suggest he's going to find himself one out, one back again, Duff. He'll be right there. He, he eats up inside drawers, and he's the man. And he'll, he'll prove it again today. You know, everyone says, oh, he's fell in, he fell in. You know, he, he won the George Main by less than a length. He fell in in the Caulfield Stakes. He won the Cox Plate by half, well, less than half a length. And he wins first up by only half a length. So, but that's him. That's him. And I don't think he had a hard run first up. And he, that, that just picks him up beautifully, second up for the mile. He wins. I think, uh, obviously, Fangirl's going to have supporters to beat him. And her, her run was astronomical um, in the Apollo. I do concede that. But, uh, and she'll race closer today. Uh, she's always a threat, but uh, she just runs into a, ch a champ today. Moanga, I thought he was, he was the one that had the, the toughen up run in the Apollo, and he'll bounce out of that well, and hinged is never far away. 111, 2 and 12. Yep, 111, 12 and 8, similar for me, no surprise there. So, of course, Animo is one of the best horses in the country, and he's pretty bomb-proof at the moment, so it appears unlikely that they're going to beat him at the $1.65. 11, Fangirl, looks the obvious. She was fantastic there in the Apollo, clocking the second fastest closing splits across the entire meeting. So another firm track, just needs a little bit of luck getting off the fence at the right time, but if she gets that, uh, she'll be really hitting the line hard. 12, Hinged, uh, she's always there about, she's so honest, she can make her own luck, take, uh, take up a position. If you're playing it, uh, the exotics here, just throw in Benno. Uh, I think he might be the, the best smoky as far as filling a hole because he was great there first up last campaign behind the likes of Animo and Fangirl. That ties in quite well here and he resumes over 1,600 metres this time in. So, yeah, maybe he's a, a knockout hope there to get into the money. 111, 12 and 8. Darren's with him as well. Darren Flindell, number one Animo to beat 12, 11 and 3. And by the way, in race 7, the surround stakes, Darren is team Zoo Gotcha as well. Number three on top to beat 1, 4 and 12. We move to race number nine at Randwick this afternoon, the Liverpool City Cup. And this is a good test for Think About It, Munn, stepping up to group company. Unmute yourself, Munns. <laughs> Sorry about that, just had to have a cough. Uh, <laughs> Profondo right, back at the races today. You're allergic to something, Munz. Mm, the offside <laughs> bubble cheeker off, the Han Hanoverian noseband off, and the earmuffs pre-race off. So he's uh, light on headgear today, Profondo, and he's a $7 chance. Rocketing by is at $16. Bandersnatch is at $10. Riadini at $12. Quantico is a $6 pop. Sabark at $7.50. Gravina, $4.20. We go to Norwegian Bliss is out. She runs earlier. Six cents a win and seven cents a place. Ranch Hand with the blinkers off at $34. And think about it. Has earmuffs pre-race added. Our favourite at $3.70. Battle is top and bottom here. 
about 25% more on Profondo than there is on Think About It. As much as $9 bet about Profondo. Uh, that was with Norwegian Bliss in the race. $8 after Norwegian Bliss came out. Got into a short of six fifty. is now 7 Think About It. Well, he went up uh, a $5 chance on Wednesday and after Norwegian Bliss was scratched he was into a short as 340 he's been 350 380 this morning into 370 they're clearly ahead of rocketing by's third pick and fourth pick is Gravina who's been 440 to 420 this morning are you too most likely to take up the running here, Riadini and Savark, albeit they're not necessarily 1,300 metre horses. Gravina gets a lovely trail. Think about it. Uh, he's shown a little bit of versatility in his career already. I don't think he'll be too far away. And listening to Rich Lee this morning with you guys, there's an open book there for Chad Schofield in terms of how he jumped off. Yep, and I think Profondo will be perfecto today. I think he's the value runner of the day. I loved his trial. Winnable race for him. He's competed at the top level all the way through, and this is a lovely start-off race for him, and I'm expecting to see a much more mature horse here today. Bendis, that interests me, and I see he's, the last time I wrote the prices down, he's 17 into 10, which is a real positive. He's had the two Flemington jump-outs February 10 and 17. Should have him ready to sprint well fresh. He's a yard market watch late five. Quantico, lovely horse, good win, solid time, improvement to come there first up. Needs things to go right from the draw, but he's a winner. And I can, un I think he's under the odds, think about it, but that's only because I'm on the wrong side of the fence with him. I've been tipping horses to beat him all the way through, and he just keeps doing it very, very well, and he's a very promising horse. But, you know, it's not long ago he was a benchmark 72 horse. Uh, so... I get it, but I just don't get the price if you haven't been on him. One, three, five, and ten. I'm with Profondo as well here. Uh, one, seven, ten, and five. He brings weight for age form into this. I know it's been 71 weeks since he last won, but seven of his ten career starts have been in Group One company. So nice and fresh. That should negate the fact that 1300 metres just might be on the, the sharp side for him. Seven, Gravina. Generally, what you see is what you get. Uh, he runs to his level. He maps to get the run of the race. Ten, think about it. The lightly raced Improver. Uh, I thought his last start win was the best yet, so he's still trending upwards. And Quantico, a bit of a query in terms of where he gets to in the run, uh, but we know he's got the turn of, to, turn of foot to overcome that, and he is a winner, as his record suggests. 1, 7, 10 and 5. Darren Flindell, Profondo, number one, Profondo to beat 10, 5 and 7 as we go to the last, which is race number 10, and this race for Dynamics Indications. Munns, a 1,200-metre benchmark, 88. Yeah, they'll be cheering for their own. They've got the favourite, the bottom one, Sonora. But we start with Never Talk here, who is a $9 chance. Colino out, 16 cents a win and 14 cents a place. Easy single out, 4 cents a win and 4 cents a place. Much, much better is an $11 chance. Munitions out, 3 cents a win and 2 cents a place. Cavalier Charles back at the races today for Matty Dale at $6.50. Dynamic Impact at 10. More Secrets at 8. St. Bethans, uh, Huey Bowman here, a half over at this stage at $9. Kerroy with a nose roll on today at $7.50. Destination, uh, never had a great deal of luck last night, no deduction for it. Nikki's Fling at $16. Marshall Chief, the earmuffs pre-race go on, having its first start for Bjorn Baker at $18. Sacrimony out was sold at the uh, English sales during the week. Five cents a win and six cents a place. Super helpful run in Canberra yesterday. One cent the win and nothing the place. And our favourite, Sonora, at $3.50. She is the most popular runner here, Sonora. 
360 earlier this morning after all the scratchings came out. Uh, she is uh, clearly the top pick in the last now with all of the scratching. Second pick is much, much better and it was uh, $12 earlier today. Third pick is the toppy in Never Talk and fourth pick well, there's little separating Cavalier Charles, More Secrets, St. Bethans, and also Kerr Royale. This is the one race in the car that's been carved up a little bit by scratching. So Munition, Super Helpful, Easy, easy Single all come out, take a bit of speed away here. Much, much better slides forward. Sonora, no weight on her back. Barrier 1, uh, she won't be far away if not in front. And Kerr Royale is the other speed influence here, Duff. Yep, I'm with Never Talk, just a class angle for me. Um, I know she's got enough weight, but uh, she's good me. I like to try, and we're getting a price to find out here. I think nine, St. Bathans is a big, big watch. Uh, nice trial in New Zealand a while ago now, but uh, he's a talented horse with good, fresh credentials. Sonora, uh, very dominant winning the other day, uh, but that's a mare 78. And open classed 88 here for the boys as well, but it's hard to deny the the quality of the win and the featherweight on her back. Interesting comment from David saying, "Yeah, just, he just had hesitations back in distance. It sounds like they would have rathered 1400 and 10 Kerr Royale. This is the type of race that she could run well in because she can do things wrong over racing and doing silly little things. But in a fast fast race from a good draw, it's a it's a lovely it's a, a much better setup for her. One nine six. 16 and 10, there's lots of chances. King Cavalier Charles is a big watch and and uh, more secrets first up there. There's, there's there's lots of little queries here. Hey, Brad. You can throw in, throw in the grey as well. Much, much better. 4, 16, 1 and 6, much, much better. Uh, he'll make his own luck. I think he is building towards something. I like the depth of his recent form line. 16, Sonora. Yeah, hard enough to beat from that inside gate. No weight. 1, never talk. And 6, Cavalier Charles, best of the rest. So 4, 16, 1 and 6, guys. Beautiful, mate, and good morning to our Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers who are leaving us at 9 o'clock in a couple of seconds. I hope you've enjoyed this morning's show. Um, guys, great uh, preview. I'm keen to hear what your best bets are. Uh, Duff, I'll, I'll start with you. What are you hot on? I'm hot on the two-year-old Chinzo. Uh, so I think uh, Shinzo's in race three, number eight, and the best value runner is uh, uh, Profondo, race nine, number one. And what about you, Brad? Best for, yeah, best for me, race six, number one, Skirt the Law. I think she remains undefeated. Uh, and who knows, does she start Golden Silver favourite after today? She's right at the pointy end at the moment. And best value comes up in the last there, race 10, number four, much, much better. On speed, catch me if you can. Love it, mate. And Munn's uh, a standout for the card as far as what Tab's holding? Oh, well, definitely uh, Animo and Mogo Magic, the two shorties uh, there. So, um, And uh, as we said last week, it'll be the power of the multi. It's just a matter of how short you want to put one in to add value, as we say, as uh, a jo uh, customer there uh, has an investment on Huey Bowman to win the Jockey's Challenge. Huey back in town. He's a $7 chance in the Jockey's Challenge. James McDonald, $1.40. Timmy Clark will be hoping for a bit better day than last Saturday. He's at $5. Huey's at 7 Big jump to Sam Clifford and Breton Abdullah, 26 a pair. Karen McAvoy, 31. Any other jockey, 41. And Chad Schofield, a $51 chance. First horse back at the 9 o'clock. Ring the bell. 1,000 on skirt the law at the $2.50. Duff, if she wins, I'll tell Golan 1 o'clock for China Doll tomorrow. Perfect, yeah. Quarter to one. Maybe at the pub and uh, we'll Meet get there. Meet the pub first and uh, <laughs> yeah, have a quick one just to clean They're a bit cheaper, the ones at the pub, the and then we'll get across and uh, it'll be a good day. We'll uh, you got one more job. <laughs> you got one more job, Luke. You've got to tweet 
Hunter's tips out. Yes. Your, your followers will go just through the roof if you start doing that. I'm going to kick in live here. Mate, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for your help this morning. Uh, really enjoyed it. Good on you, mate. And, uh, Brad, you have a good day too, mate. Yeah, thanks, fellas. Hey, Munz, I've got a uh, text here to read out. You'll get a kick out of this. Yeah. We were simulcasting to Sky Thoroughbred Central this morning. A listener uh, took the time to, to write this. What about your head, Marlow? First time I've seen you. Thought you were a good sort. They thought wrong, Munz. No, well, they'll realise that, Luke, after a while. <laughs> it only takes one viewing, and, um, you know, that's why they don't put me on camera a lot. <laughs> that's why I chose to be a race caller. No-one sees you when you're calling uh, a race. Yeah, hopefully one day you'll be a master of something, Luke. 100%. Yeah. Munz, you'll stick around. We've got Mark no, no. No, look, oh, I'm you're in the off? car. We're going to oh. start again at 10 o'clock on Sky Thoroughbred Central. Four meetings for coverage today. But that's TV. Randwick, you're going to be on TV then. Newcastle, Albury and Doombin. Yeah, so, um, you know, when your day's over, Luke, uh, we're just sort of, you know, just kicking off part two of ours. I know. Mate, have a great day. Enjoy it. Thanks. Well done, mate. You'll, uh, you're going all right. Thank you, mate. Uh, enjoyed it this morning. Mark Hunter next, and I will put out Mark's full set on the back of the, the uh, preview if you're uh, looking for Mark's full set on Twitter very, very shortly. It's two past nine. You're on Racing HQ, Sky Sports Radio. If you want to experience the best racing action in the heart of Australia, Alice Springs Thoroughbreds is your number one destination. Get your team together and head to Pioneer Park for the very best that the Red Centre has to offer. Territory Racing, be part of it. Tab has harness offers on tap this Sky Carnival of Miracles. Bet fixed odds on races one to five at Menangle this Saturday night. And if your horse runs second, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's bonus bets back on races one to five at Menangle this Saturday night, but only with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. Brad Gray here with the latest market mover. Skyracing.com.au It's the home of racing with tips and views from the leading form experts across all three racing cotton's. There's breaking news and insights. Plus, catch all your favourite shows and the latest podcasts on demand wherever you are. And the best part, it's 100% free. So, get the jump on the field and head to skyracing.com.au. HQ Insurance have exclusively teamed up with the world's leading insurance brand in Berkshire Hathaway to offer their clients more options, including reimbursement for post-mortem costs. Be sure, insure with HQ. Striking Kia Range, crafted with sleek and distinctive cues. The new Kia Range is the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. This is Kia. Kia, movement that inspires. Now is the time to get into Totally Workwear Rydalmere for all your summer workwear gear. We stock the best brands like King G, Hard Yakka and Steel Blue with a huge range of shirts, shorts, boots and high-vis. Plus, check out our lightweight workwear to keep you cool this summer. Does your workwear branding need a freshen up? Get in store and talk to Darren and the team. Open till 7pm every weekday. Totally Workwear Rydalmere, 279 Victoria Road. Your one-stop summer workwear shop. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. 
That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. Don't whinge and whine about the traffic. Think of the wine you have at home. A glass of Windy Peak Shiraz Grenache by De Bortoli, of course. Here's the traffic. Early warning signs of driver fatigue like yawning, sore eyes or trouble concentrating mean you may be too tired to drive. Recognise the signs and pull over for a break or swap drivers. Don't trust your tired self. In Carlingford, two cars have collided for Carlingford Road, causing delays both ways at Hepburn Avenue. Brighton LaSands changed traffic conditions, has Bay Street blocked both ways at the Grand Parade. And in Roselle, there's changed traffic conditions for Victoria Road westbound at Terry Street. Foxtel's winning deal is on sale now. Get drama, movies, Sport and Netflix all in one place. Search Foxtel or call 131787. New customers only. Offer ends April 20. I'm Andrew Pinomo, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. Get down to Canberra this March 11 to 13 for the Canberra Racing Carnival, the ideal trip away for friends, family and punters clubs with three big events in three days across the Canberra Day long weekend. Featuring the Tab Canberra Cup Calcutta on Saturday, hosted by myself, Dave Stanley and Luke Marlowe. The 50th anniversary of the Black Oval Stakes on Sunday and the Tab Canberra Cup Race Day on the Monday. It's a special weekend of racing. Visit thoroughbredpark.com.au. Introducing the striking Kia range, crafted with sleek and distinctive cues. The new Kia range is the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance, and quality design. This is Kia. Kia, movement that inspires. Brad Gray here with the latest market mover, skyracing.com.au. It's the home of racing with tips and views from the leading form experts across all three racing cots. There's breaking news and insights. Plus, catch all your favourite shows and the latest podcasts on demand wherever you are. And the best part, it's 100% free. So get the jump on the field and head to skyracing.com.au. For the very best entertainment in the Territory, you just can't beat NT Thoroughbred Racing. A day at the races simply must be on your bucket list. Whether it's Darwin, the Alice or one of the country clubs, go Territory Racing. Be part of it. Interstate Form Preview, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1800 858 858. Morning, everyone. Sky Sports Radio. Great to have you with us. Big day in Melbourne, Blue Diamond Stakes, and a really good support program. Mark Hunter's done the form. He joins me now for a full preview. How are you, Mark? G'day, Luke. Good, thank you. That's good to hear, mate. A uh, bit of wind there today at Sandown, I'm hearing. So I believe. I'm not in Melbourne myself, Luke, but it's, uh, I did have a look at the track yesterday. It was a howling northerly there, so they pumped plenty of water on. Great grass cover, but I'm sure it would have dried right out yesterday with that strong wind. How could the wind impact the racing there today, Mark? Uh, well, yeah, well, depending which, if it goes the same way as yesterday, then you probably wanted to cover up the back straight. It was, it was a strong northerly yesterday. I don't know that it's going to be that strong today. So it's on the lakes, or five of the, six of the nine races are on the lakeside track. Usually an advantage up on speed, but maybe the wind would pull them up if it was too strong down the back straight. And is this the first diamond at, at Sandown? Yes, 
yeah. is. And it's interesting. We've got races. If I have a look at my guide races, five and six, they're on the they're on the outer track. So can, you'll see it come around the home bend. Mm. You get a little little guiding rail for not far, and then they basically they come down that dip, and they've got five hundred meters of you know wide open. They can go like a cutaway rail. They can go right back. It's a long way back to the inside to the lakeside track rail true, so it'll be interesting to see what happens in those races. Yeah, most certainly will be. Uh, the track is a good four, and let's get into it. The first race is over the 2,100 metres, listed level. The former Melbourne Cup winner, Vow and Declare, he is number one. He's at $8.50. Down to horse number three, High Emotion, seven fifty five. dollars Sarakin uh, Knight is at four sixty, and the favourite is six. Right you are at $1.70. It should win, right you are. It's in absolutely fantastic form. It should stroll straight to the front, get no pressure whatsoever, completely dictate the race. And with 54 kilos and race fitness and good form and getting that run, it's just very hard to see it getting beaten here. The placings should come from number three, High Emotion, who was super last campaign, probably wins the Melbourne Cup in another 100 metres. It's trialled well, will probably get out sprinted, but I'm sure it'll hit the line. Five Saracen Knight... Great campaign last time in, trialled nicely, and then one bow and declare, who off his recent trial, you think he might just need this run. I think six will lead all the way and win, six, three, five, and one. Race number two at Sandown today, 1,400 metres, the Group 2 Angus Armanasco stakes, and the favourite is number three, Shuffle Dancer, at $3.40, eight call die, $5, two laced up heels. Excited to see this West Aussie filly in Victoria again. She's five fifty, and one, she's lickety split at $6 for Royal Merchant at eight. Which way did you go race two, Mark? I think there are two hopes, three and eight. I'm going to go with number three, Shuffle Dancer, who the second at Flemington there two runs ago was just outstanding. That was a leader's track, a leader's day, and it gave chase to road to Arataki and peeled ground off it. Then went to Mooney Valley. In a weak field, the margin was only a length and a half, but with clear air, it could have won by six or eight lengths. Now, it draws wide here. On the lakeside track, I would imagine it has to go back, so that's not ideal. You'll have to see a good rider here from B. Mellon between the 600 and the 400. He's just got to get himself close enough. The horse has got a great turn of foot, and it'll get itself out of trouble if he's close enough on the turn. I think eight call die is the danger. Those first two runs were good, came off a break, went forward, got the job done. As long as it begins okay here, it can get itself up on the speed. After that, I'm going for two on-pace horses who might hang on for a place. Number seven, Jenny Lala, who I think will lead from one, and ten, Dear Jewel, who will go forward somewhere near the front. But two winning chances for me. Three from eight, then seven and ten. Yep, like it. Uh, race number three is the uh, Mannerism Stakes, 1,400 metres. This is a group three, and number five, Torjean, is the 380 favourite. Six, Pride of Jenny at $4. Three, Espiona, 420. And number four, Tarath at, four, four, if I can spit it out, $5, Mark. Yeah, again, we need a good getaway here. Number six, Pride of Jenny. She can be tardy at the gates, which is a concern. She draws one. And she's probably got Chirith and Torajin coming across to sit outside her. So as long as Blake Shin gets it out the gates, I think Pride of Jenny can lead, can dictate. It's trial terrific. And on the lakeside track with a good run leading, gee, it'll be hard to run down. But the start is all important here. To beat number five, Torajin, who comes off a break, having had a great campaign there last time in. Lovely recent trial. We'll press forward on the speed. One Barb Raider. We haven't seen since a zero, but... Pretty much that six or eight wide the whole way there. And forget that. Two recent trials have been beauties. And seven, Forbidden City, who's very fit, got a good turn of foot. Maybe not in the class of the others, but going well and will run on. 
Six. We just need a good getaway here. Six, five, one, and seven. Espiona, Mark. She's a a tricky mare, isn't she? Uh, I'm sure Chris has had a tough time working out what to do with her. She's had a bad habit of laying in. You can't imagine after we saw her down over the carnival area. I know. A while ago, you can't imagine she's at where she is now, but. Gee, how many chances do you give him? I thought that first up run was just okay. Maybe getting back going the Melbourne way, we'll see Espiona improve. But you're a forgiving man, Luke, if you're tumbling in again today. Yeah, I've dropped off, mate. I, I can't do it to myself anymore. Uh, by the way, Matt Hill, um, I'll recap his selections on the first three races. Uh, race one, he likes six, right you are, to beat three, five and four. Race two, three, shuffle dancer, to beat two, one and four. And race three, Matt likes number four, Tarath, to beat five, one and six. That takes us to race number four at Sandown. The Zedative Stakes, 1,200 metres, a group three. And Spacewalk is the 310 favourite over number two, Queen of the Ball, $4. Three, Rich Fortune at five. And number 10, La Densius Rouge at $8.50, Mark. Yeah, I like Spacewalk. I think it's normally the best for the day here, Spacewalk. It ran well first up behind Maria Mia in Midwest. That's good form. Took on the older horses last time, knocked them over. Uh, did have no weight, but won really well. I think it sits up here, probably leaders back with recommendation and queen of the ball coming from out wide leading. I think it's a great setup for spacewalk leaders back. Just needs to get clear at the right time to beat number six recommendation, who looks a real improver. Uh, jump, get forward, give a great side up on the speed. Five Meridius was set a testing campaign in all the good three-old races, but she had never ran badly. Set a couple of soft recent trials, looks to be going okay. And three rich fortune. Who's a nice horse, good win last time. Just from where it draws, it's going to need a lot to go right on this lakeside track. I like Spacewalk. I think it'll win. Four, six, five, and three. Matt Hill likes uh, number three, Rich Fortune, in race four. Three to beat two, four, and six. Race number five at Sandown today is the Autumn Classic, 1,800 metres at Group 2 level. And number two, Pericles, is the $3 favourite. One, Mr Maestro, at 4.40. Three, Hennessy Lad, five, and eight, Osbred Rising Sun, $8.50. Yeah, it's a tricky race trying to assess the top two where they're at. I'm just going to go with race fitness here, number three, Hennessy Lad, who I thought was a terrific chase last time to score. Probably should have won the start before. It's in great form. Won't be too far away from the speed. Will run well. To beat eight, Osbred Rising Sun, who looks a real improving stayer. Gets a good gate in Craig Williams. Then the top two, number one, Mr Maestro, who did its lead-up work in New Zealand on wet tracks, and the trainer openly said he just couldn't get it fit for that first-up run. Ran well, could be a massive improver. And two Pericles, who came off a busy first campaign, set three wide there first up, was okay. Um, look, I just want to see Pericles. It'll either be a lot fitter and win. I just want to see it come out and do it, though. So a tricky little race for mine. I'll go three, eight, one, and two. Matt Hill has gone with number two, Pericles, in the Autumn Classic to beat one, five, and three. Race number six, Sandown, is another group two, 1,800 metres. This is the Peter Young Stakes and the Melbourne Cup winner. Makes his return to the track, Gold Trip, horse number one, 3.30. Two, Emissary, 3.60. Seven, Surefire at 6.50. Ten, Steinem at $8. How do you think he'll return here, Mark? Gold Trip. He'll run well. He's had a good trial. The query the stable have got is the firming ground, but... Gee, in this sort of race, he can't run badly in this sort of race. He ran super in the Caulfield Cup, no luck, Cox Plate, and won the Melbourne Cup. So at the weight for age, he'll run super. I'm just going to go with the Melbourne Cup runner-up to beat him here, number two, Emissary, who uh, that Melbourne Cup was on wet ground, which 
suited Gold Trip better, but Gold Trip did have a, a lot more weight than Emissary. Emissary's had the few trials to get ready for this. Looked good last time at Tatura. Just might have the better turn of foot on dry ground here. To beat number one, Gold Trip, who, despite the stable's concerns, he won't run badly. He's a terrific horse. Then Ken Steinem. You hear Dave Eustace on air down here in Melbourne. He, he actually favoured Steinem ahead of Gold Trip. And fourth pick, number four, Young Verda. He ran okay first up, got too far back, has got a messy gate here. Two, one, ten, and four. Matt Hill in race number six is with one gold trip to beat four, eight, and two. Race seven at Sandown is the feature, the Group One Blue Diamond Stakes over twelve hundred metres, and the favourite is number twelve Steel City at four twenty. One Barber five dollars. Five Brave Halo at nine. Four Little Bros at ten dollars. What do you like in this year's Diamond, Mark? I could have seven or eight picks, Luke, and uh, still wouldn't be confident. I've settled on number seven, VC, who I thought was terrific winning on dry ground on debut, then went to Sandown, just nowhere near as effective on wet ground and also back in distance. It draws wide, but it's got Exploring drawn inside it who roll forward, so I'm hoping it can come across with Exploring, find a spot in that three-wide train about sixth or seventh and just blend in at the right time here to beat number one, Barber, Barber's a beauty. Uh, be much better for that first up win. We'll roll forward, not far off the speed and run well. Eight Don Corleone was a super debut. Ordinary last time, just backing the stable to get it right on, on the big day as they do usually. And then 12 Steel City. Had the two runs, got fantastic form lines, gets the blinkers on. I just want to see Steel City savage the line and I want to see it run a strong 1,200 metres. So a wide open race. I'll go 7, 1, 8 and 12. Matt Hills with Barber, number 1 to beat 12, 5 and 17. Race number seven at Sand, uh, race number eight, I should say, at Sandown is the Group One Futurity at Wait for Age, and we've got equal favourites here for the fourteen hundred metre ba- uh, battle. Number one, I'm Thunderstruck, and two, Alligator Blood, both at three dollars. Three, Mister Brightside at four eighty, and number eight, Nugget, is at six dollars. Well, I think it has to be one the top three. The way the race should map out here, Alligator Blood leads, and I would think outside leader is either I'm Thunderstruck or Mister Brightside, the other horse following whoever ends up outside leader. So from there, you think they would kick and just make it too hard for the back markers. Going to go for number three, Mr. Brightside. I thought he was fantastic first up. He sat behind on Thunderstruck. He was a better run than that horse. I can't see why he won't improve as, improve as much fitness-wise. So he'll either go forward, park on Alligator Blood or park 1-1 one, one, and we'll go with Mr. Brightside to win here to beat number one on Thunderstruck, who was maybe a touch plain there first up. Didn't look like a winner behind the gates, so will derive a lot of benefit and can certainly improve. Two alligator blood. Look, he goes better usually one run in, but he's going to get a soft lead. He's a fantastic horse, and he'll take running down. And then eight nugget, who will run well, but you would think the two horses who met him last time, I'm Thunderstruck and Mr. Brightside, would have more improvement and would have him covered here. So three, one, two, then eight. Mark, on I'm Thunderstruck physically, what what did he look like first up? Was he just... Uh, he, just he just didn't look ready. He just looked half broke out and just didn't look ready behind the gates. And I think Mick Price got on here later saying he um, he made a mistake with, with where his fitness was at and he certainly, he, uh, certainly needed the run. Yep, OK. Race number eight, uh, Matt Hill likes uh, number one. He's gone with I'm Thunderstruck to beat two, eight and three. Race number nine, the last at Sandown today on a big day is the Group One. Oakley Plate over 1,100 metres, 650 the field here. As four and number nine at $6.50. Ten Lofty Strike is seven. Thirteen I Am Me, $7. Eight Uncommon James, $8.50. Eleven Chain of Lightning, $8.50 as well. What a sprint race this is, Mark. 
It's a beauty. I like 11 and 16 here, Luke. I think they're great hopes. I'm keen on 11, Chain of Lightning, who probably should have won first up. I think the race sets up really well for it here, drawn two. It's got I Am Me to probably keep it off the fence in one. It's got good speed from Asphora. Uh, zoo style, they'll run along. I think Chain of Lightning will be parked fourth, fifth, sixth, somewhere there. Get out of the pack, and I think it's a great bet each way. I think 16 Zapateo is a terrific value chance. And fourth behind Asfura down the straight last time, but just got absolutely lost and should have won the race for sure. Trial terrific, going to be midfield in that three-wide train. Then 10 Lofty Strike, who was good first up, can only be fitter for that win. And eight Uncommon James. Just knocked up first start, but again, should be a lot fitter for that run in that three-wide train blending in at the right time. But I like 11 and 16 here, 11, 16, 10 and 8. Uh, from Matthew Hill in the last at Sandown, nine is his selection. That is Asfora to beat 10, 5 and 11. What's your best for Sandown today, Mark? The best, Luke, will go race four, number four, Spacewalk, and our value, not my top pick, but I think race nine, number 16, Zapatao will run terrific in the Oakley Plate. Terrific. And what about a quadrilla? Quaddy, we're going wide, Luke. We'll go first leg, two and one. Second leg, putting in one, four, five, seven, eight, twelve, and seventeen. Third leg, the top three, one, two, three. And come home, eight, ten, eleven, thirteen, and sixteen. And if you're looking for one around the grounds, we'll go to go to Albury today. Bit of value there. Race five, number eleven, Honour the Legend. Beautiful, mate. Um, have a great day and good luck. Thank you. There's Mark Hunter looking at Sandown, and uh, very shortly I'll put out Mark's full set on Twitter. The Racing League is delivering on their promise of more runners, more winners and more thrills. Amazingly, the previous Saturday, TRL had three Metro runners for three winners, taking their tally to 25 wins at an incredible strike rate of 24%. To celebrate, it's TRL's shout. Until close of business Monday, TRL is removing their $260 joining fee for 25 people. Own your share of a seven-horse racing team for just $20 a month. Simply go to trl.net and join the winning team now. That's trl.net. Conditions apply. TRL, AFSL licence 223671. You just can't beat the racing action in the top end. With 38 metres a year, the action never stops. And for the very best show on sand, Darwin Racing is tops in the top end. Territory Racing, be part of it. Bigger battle, mini, mini, money, more and flower. The striking Kia range, crafted with sleek and distinctive cues. The new Kia range is the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. This is Kia. Kia, movement that inspires. HQ Insurance have exclusively teamed up with the world's leading insurance brand in Berkshire Hathaway to offer their clients more options, including reimbursement for post-mortem costs. Be sure, insure with HQ. In a moment, the traffic. A wise man once said, second marriage is the triumph of hope over experience. Experience the pleasures of wine. Try a bottle of Windy Peak Wine by De Bortoli. Here's the traffic. Early warning signs of driver fatigue like yawning, sore eyes or trouble concentrating mean you may be too tired to drive. Recognise the signs and pull over for a break or swap drivers. Don't trust your tired self. In Carlingford, two cars have collided for Carlingford Road causing delays both ways at Hepburn Avenue. Bright and Sands changed traffic 
conditions has Bay Street blocked both ways at the Grand Parade and in Roselle there's changed traffic conditions for Victoria Road westbound at Terry Street. Foxtel's winning deal is on sale now. Get drama, movies, sport and Netflix all in one place. Search Foxtel or call 131787. New customers only. Offer ends April 20. I'm Andrew Pinomo, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. If you want to experience the best racing action in the heart of Australia, Alice Springs Thoroughbreds is your number one destination. Get your team together and head to Pioneer Park for the very best that the Red Centre has to offer. Territory Racing, be part of it. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Brian Fletcher, the Penrith CEO, has been good enough to join us on a Sunday morning. They deserved the win, St. Helens. It was a great game, big crowd. There's probably 4,000 people who didn't go to the game. They stayed in the club, so we sort of won both ways. <laughs> I know which one went more to you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell us what premiership success equates to? I know membership is up. To give you an indication how success is financially, the last three years we've made something in excess of $16 million profit. The previous decade before that, when we weren't winning, we weren't playing semi-finals football. We lost 50 million. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. You can always make a profit when you're winning, but it's hard to make a profit when you're losing. Sunday mornings on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. Racing HQ, brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help, 1-800-858-858. What was that pause there? We run a tight ship here. What happened? What did he do, Steve? He's, he's too good, isn't he? Maybe we need a new producer in here, Nick. Honestly, why do we get mulchy? <laughs> Welcome back to the program. Great to have you with us, Sky Sports Radio. And uh, we've got the great Gary Harley about to uh, join us for a look at Newcastle. We'll also have a Queensland preview at Durban. Michael Maxworthy uh, will join us for a look at that. And then behind the gates at 10 past 10 Eastern, you can start uh, sending your, your questions through, punters. If you've got a query, if you're keen on one at Randwick, we'd love to hear about it. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Andrew Hurley, Darren Flindell, Brad Davidson and myself on uh, behind the gates very shortly. The multi will be in action again today. We'll try and get it up. I'm hoping I can bring a bit of luck to this uh, rabble. Um, it's been going pretty steady, it must be said. Uh, the old behind the gates multi, but I've got to put my hand up. My mob on the punters panel. Yeah, it's been a bit grim as well. So thanks for sticking with us, listeners. If you've been taking the multi, I've got a good feeling about today. And if you're listening and you you hear the text being read out and you always miss the number and you, you want to get involved with the show, here's your chance. I'll give you the number right now. So get the device out, get a pen and paper, write this down, 0419 that's 0419-767-272. Get involved with the show. Spray me if you want Haynes back. Start your petition. Start texting and get involved with the show this morning. It'd be great to hear from you. Right now, though, let's get to Gary Harley for a look at Newcastle today. 11-metre rail and a good program of provincial racing today as well. Gary, take it away with your preview. Good morning, Luke. Beautiful day in Newcastle. We're going to be just under 30 degrees. The rail's out 11 metres, uh, but still a big, big, you know, wide track, as we know. And the reason the rail's out is because it's uh, Newcastle stakes day on Friday, the Group 3, and that, that was the new market. They've changed the name to Newcastle Stakes, and uh, it'll be back in the true, I've got no doubt, on Friday. And then in a couple of weeks' time, we've got a heat of the uh, provincial midway, so they want the track, you know, in great order, and back on the rail for those two meetings. We're on a soft five, 
They had 83 mils of rain. We got more than that up here in the Hunter in that, uh, well, all day it rained through the week just for the one day. So 83 mils, it's recovered, was a soft seven, I think, yesterday. It's a soft five, and they do expect that it'll probably get to a good four. Cutler Wads on favourites held as a lot of scratchings, 33 scratchings. Right now, race one, three, one, seven, and four. First of the odds on favourites. Uh, Mark Minaveni is at a terrific.